If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. What your mama did? Y'all need to stop putting y'all clothes in my drawer. What your mama put in your drawer? That tea thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did he say that titty thing? That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. Now. That titty thing. Now, and let me tell you why that why that, 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 that resonated with me, right? Because I told you these clips are all about examples and things that we can take with us to remain forthright, steadfast, strong. These are the things that we need. Now, the young man was challenged when his father asked him, well, what did you find in the drawer? You know, because the young man said, y'all need to stop putting y'all's clothes in my drawer, which makes perfect sense when you think about it, right? Your drawers are literally the space for the items that belong to you. Right. So why would somebody else's things be in there? Hell of an accusation to make, but maybe it was necessary. So when the father followed up with that, okay, well then what was in the drawer? You know, he pulled his card, he tested him. This is a lesson at a young age, y'all. He, as he challenged him, well, what was in the drawer? The young man, bless his heart, he knew he had to speak in descriptive terms that would identify clearly the item that did not belong in his drawer. You know what he said? Hashtag that titty thing. Referring to a bra which did not belong in his space. Y'all, get the titty things out of your space if they don't belong there. The hashtag this week, which is about being able to be accountable. This is really a lesson in accountability, right? Checks and balances. And titty things. So this week, the hashtag is that, that titty, titty thing. thing. Be accountable for your things, your declarations, your statements, your perspectives, <laughs> and your views. Be accountable for them so that if you are asked what's in your drawer that ain't supposed to be there, you can tell them what the titty thing is in your world. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hashtag that titty thing. And so with that being said, and most importantly understood. Thing. Imagine your kid talking about y'all need to get y'all shit out my drawer. And you looking at him like, <laughs> Bitch, who paid for the drawer? 
<laughs> and and then well, what was in the drawer? Right, nigga? <laughs> right. Since you that up in my damn face, like, oh damn, it was a bra in this nigga drawer. Ain't this some shit? Like, but that is wow. kind of funny that the mom put a drawer, a bra in her baby's drawer. And it's also funny that he identified a bra as <laughs> that titty thing, which I mean, we really want to get down to the fundamentals of what a brazier is. That's what it is. A titty thing. <laughs> Genius, but then I almost like, where Out have you seen? Where have you seen that titty thing on oh, some man. titties? That's how he right. knew it was a titty thing. He <laughs> right. said, "He ain't look. I only seen one type of person wear them. It's <laughs> something up in there, and I ain't got him. It's the titty thing. <laughs> That's how he knew that the titty was the fuck. That little boy was so wise. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, most importantly understood. I know what time it is. It's time for QTNAs, which is questions that need answers. And also, I should ask Fran what the other one is, but I'm not going to do no. it. She ain't going to do it. <laughs> questions that niggas is asking. Let's get this shit out the way. Question number one. Which one of y'all said that Black China and her boyfriend really broke up because he thought he had vitiligo on his penis because she don't wash her hands after she used that bleaching cream. So he said she <laughs> oh my nasty. God. And that's why they had broke wow. up. Wow. Wow. Question two. We getting through these today. Question two. <laughs> wow. Will Tokyo Tony, a.k.a. Blackest China, <laughs> finally make I'm amends dreaming, with grandma. her daughter? Right. Finally make amends with her daughter and find peace. After she reveals that she's been brushing her teeth with China's bleaching cream, white licious, and her teeth are now deemed topelicious. <laughs> oh my God. Question number three, and this is a short but sweet. Happening. Who in the hell said Tisha Campbell oh and Eris Harris have the same smile? Okay. All right. How, how With those things being most importantly said and understood, I would love to take this opportunity to welcome everybody to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hey, friend. What's Hi. up, friend? Hey, friend. Hi. How are you guys? We are wonderful. Spent. How was your weekend? I'll start with Dustin. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're about to take a sip of water. Right. <laughs> My weekend was good. Shout out to Kid Fury. We went to St. Lucia for Happy his birthday. birthday yes. Happy Fury. birthday. It was a great four days of just being fun. unplugged. You know what I'm saying? Um, and away from it all with friends. So that was fantastic. So, I also, so deserved, too. Yeah. Everyone's been busting their ass. So. We've all been working, including yeah. you. And I know what you got coming up. Oh, gosh. But anyway. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just want to give a shout out to the um, the sulfur mud bath that I yes. took. What you took a sulfur mud bath? Friend, friend, and friend. Listen okay. to me. Can okay. you believe I did that? Because you know what that smell is like, right? <laughs> but I stood through it because I knew that the benefits were endless. And so, what? friend, you should have seen me slapping it? that mud on me. You know, I was in St. Lucia. Fuck it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Cute. Friend, I was. <laughs> rubbing yes. it all over me and you know my knee so I was all over my knee oh. everything so yeah did you feel the benefits mm-hmm. immediately I got out the water who was that Kia that said she felt <laughs> like, like she, Angela Bassett yeah. she was like I'm gonna look like Angela Bassett Kia was like she's like I ain't gonna lie not for nothing I feel like I already look like Angela Bassett <laughs> yes. after I got out that mud she was like yes. I already feel like I look bad <laughs> It was something about that mud. Did you all of you do it? Most of us did, yes. Who didn't? Fury. I feel like I could guess. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, I already did it. I she tried. It. She tried. It. When I tell you she was a really good sport. But she gave a valiant effort. 
But she the did. way she ran up had me in tears. <laughs> but it wasn't her fault, you know. I love bad. that y'all were trying it though. Yes, That's so yes. Dope. Saint was definitely experienced. How was your weekend, friend? Man, I'm here. Good. You know, I'm. The, the next three and a half weeks are very challenging as far as um, time and scheduling and the things that our guest and I have to get done. <laughs> our, our very special guest. Um, we have a very jam-packed schedule, and I was trying to jump ahead of myself a yeah. little bit just to kind of, like, make sure that I can get everything done. Because it's good to have a busy schedule, but I also want to make sure that everything I do gets done well. Right. Not just, like, bragging about being busy, but actually, like, slaying everything. You don't want to spread yourself too Olsen twin. Oh, my God. <laughs> spread yourself too thin. You don't want to do that, friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm very excited. There's a lot of great things coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it's that yeah! it's that final stretch yes it is friend. we are looking at the end of the year which is insane to me that it's about to be december in a yes. couple of days like what it's almost thanksgiving new year's, black friday christmas, christmas <laughs> new year's what about you how was your weekend though did you it enjoy was, it was amazing Lucia? yeah it was a great great getaway it was great to be disconnected and then the sun. Yes. Oh, my God. Great to be high by Y'all then. were in 88-degree weather yes. while we were here in, yes. what, 40-degree weather and, and rain. And I, I was actually getting really high on the boat, um, listening to Party Next Door, crying at the front. You were crying? <laughs> yes. Because I really? could not believe. Yes. I was, like, legit, like, crying, like, listening to this hood rap music, like, I cannot believe I'm on these waters right now. I love that. You just felt blessed. Yes. Oh. Yes. I thought about, like, how I never even thought about leaving Atlanta, let alone living in New York, let alone traveling all the damn time, let alone being in Barbados last year, St. Lucia this year, let alone looking for work for next year. It's like, right? it's crazy. Who was driving the boat? Oh. <laughs> you were? I, I, sir, Captain Dustin here. Wait, what? Yo, <laughs> With one hand you? in true was, nigga fashion. And, and, I was driving the boat and, like this. And, and friend, <laughs> the whole time. Are you being serious? I drove that bitch for about an hour and a half. I yeah. The they let you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. My first time on a boat like that, I was what? like, I want to drive. Yep. And I loved it. Oh, what? It was so free. Yeah, I was so going good. straight. And then you know how you have to pass the other boats. They have to go on your left. So I went on around and threw up. I chucked up the deuces when he rolled past or whatever. Did you park it? No, I didn't park I, it. I parked it at the end. They ain't let me park <laughs> it. I knew. I was See? like, I am really about this life. That like, is so yeah. dope. See? I, I need to try, try to park it. And I did it right away. Like, it was so good. See, we did the boat in Amsterdam. We got to drive and, like, move it and park it and stuff. And that's what I'm trying to do again next year. But that's coming. Bucket list. So, Official bucket list. Right? I don't want to wait. <laughs> For our lives to be Hey, over. I want <laughs> to know right now. So we have... A very special guest that yes. I am over the moon excited. It yes. is very late. The guys just flew in. I've had a long day, but we were like, there's no way we're missing out on having Miriam Hasnea come on the show. Y'all know that I always talk about her. I've been talking about Haas. On this show for, what, three? How long have we had the show? Three yes. and a half years? Yes, We got a toddler. <laughs> we, right. We have a toddler. Wow. We have a three and a half year old kid. And Haas and the kid are friends because I talk about you all the time. I always wow. reference you, your quotes, your... All I know you don't like to call yourself a poet, but your poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and all the lessons that you've... Aww 
taught at the wellness retreat and even just our conversations as friends, how much we've grown just being in each other's lives. Like, mm-hmm. I always reference you. So it's so important to me Aww. to have you come on here because I think, especially the end of the year, mm-hmm. most people are burned out, but they're also, like, hopeful for what the new year in 2019 mm-hmm. will bring. And I'm like, what better mind, what better mm-hmm. brilliant energy to end such a powerful year with than you? No. Yes, because I know you, you're you, a lot you, of pressure. You, you. No, not even because even when you're chilling and we're just having regular, regular conversations, we always walk away like that yeah. was so good. I wish we could have recorded that. It's true. So we have questions. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, but we can't hear you. There we go. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited. I'm tired to too, and I'm cold. Ooh. But and Ooh. tired of being told. You, you speak in my is, language. That's like leg. compound tired. Because you're tired and cold, but you're tired of being cold, too. Yeah. So it's just all the way around. I was, I just been in New York all day. Like, oh, I'll hang out in New York all day. And then I was like, wow, it's really cold. In New York yeah. all day. I, I haven't been in this cold of weather in probably three years. Wow. Ooh, girl. To be honest. Wish I could say that. And oh, I, okay. <laughs> and I just, I didn't, I, I forgot. Like, my body really forgot how cold feels like this and you're kind of lucky because you came today's like not bad yeah like compared to a couple days ago where it was like arctic mm. like the your hands hurt and your face brick. hurt it was brick yeah this is like so decent I'm, weather I'm, today i'm definitely feeling a lot of compassion for everybody that <laughs> for lives the in east the coast <laughs> thank you <laughs> why do we do this to ourselves i right? remember it because i it's why i moved Mm-hmm. I, I, people were like, "Why did you move to California?" I was like, "I couldn't do the cold anymore." Yo, I need the sun. That's the real reason. Yes. That's I, and nobody believes me, but I'm like, no, like that's the real reason. People are like, "Oh, did you move for love?" I'm like, no, I move to be in the to heat. be out of the brick. Yes, <laughs> you know, like it's that serious for me. So and how's lived in here, Philly? Yeah, I lived in Philly for ten years. Wow. And I grew up in Michigan, so I grew up in Hold cold, up. cold, cold. What part weather. of Michigan has Ann Arbor? 23, 94, all of that. I'm from Flint. I grew up in Flint. I lived in downtown Detroit for years. Spent tons of time in Ann Arbor, Ipsy, all that. I lived in Ann Arbor and Ipsy. Ipsy, Kentucky, as well. Yep, Ipsy, Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. I feel like with Michigan, it's like a real special kind of. No wonder you got the hell on down from this cold. Now it all makes sense. We got all four seasons in Michigan, but we really got that fourth one. So that wintertime shit, like, no. Yeah, and when people say, like, you know, I walk to school and, like, 10 feet of snow, like, it's real. Like, I remember that when it would get cold, you have to change your tires. You have to do certain things to your house, your car. You have to, like, get ready for that level. Winterize is what they call it, yeah. And y'all buy the water. Which makes it extra Extra brick. Wow. Yeah. Sheesh. So I I grew up in Michigan. And then I lived out of the country. I lived oh, right. in Malaysia. How'd you like that? Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved living abroad. I was, I'm surprised I was born you in left. North Africa, <laughs> came and lived in Philly, and then lived when I was a kid, and that's where my family's from. Lived in Michigan, lived out of the country, and then I lived um, in Philly until I moved to Cali. So, What part of California are you in? Bay uh, Area. Yay hey. Area. I love the Bay. <laughs> And y'all, so let much. me tell y'all about where, like, Haz's house. Uh-huh. 
That ain't the bay. That's Narnia. <laughs> she got hummingbirds. Wow. She has a water gully. She has waterfalls. Yes. She has fountains. Oh, that is fern gully. It's like yeah. that ain't the I live bay. In the Garden of Eden. She literally yeah, lives in the Garden nice. of it. Yeah. It is. I didn't even know houses like that you existed. Been in my house. But all the videos you sent me. I know, but you. I feel like just like me being here. Like, it's like, okay, a lot of things are making sense. Yeah. You're not going to really feel it until you come. Until I, like... Well, I told you when I come in, like, what? Sleep two over. weeks? Two weeks. Two more weeks. Well, I would like an invitation as right. well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My house is so big, and it's just, like... It is a sanctuary for people. Like, I tell people, like, come, stay if you need to get away. Like, people really, like, when they come, they're like... Because I live up in the hills. Mm-hmm. So the and air quality is different. Every, and I have a big view of like the whole bay, the water, sunset, and you can just sit every day and watch the sunset with the whole view. And people are like, "This shit is crazy." Like I'm like, "Yeah, it really is a big like your environment." Quality of life. It's quality of life. Yeah. It's it's quality of life, and it's a thing that you when I because for me like when I travel, people are like, "Oh my god, don't you love traveling?" I'm like. I love my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I love my That's house. I like, feeling. I I love traveling, but I usually love traveling to get shit for my house. Like, That's real. You know? And like, my favorite part of traveling is coming home. Yo, it's so right. You know <laughs> Do you think I mean? it's important for people to kind of make whatever their living space is their own? The like with Yeah. Important. Yeah. The most important. Like, it's, it's one of those things that um, people don't really put a lot of emphasis into but I feel like for me it's like part of why because obviously you know my you know the story of like when I moved into this house everything leveled up when I moved into this house I actually wanted to segue into that because I think it'll be the perfect combo because Haas where were we I think we were in the DR the Dominican Republic stop not this year but last year Mm -hmm. um and Haas was having what was it like? The so neighborhoods the, gentrified, well, the, yeah, so they're so like the kicking everyone out. Like you know, the Bay Area is the most expensive place to live. San Francisco is the most expensive city to live. All of the surrounding places around San Francisco are like crazy gentrified, and um, I've lived in other cities that have gone through gentrification before, so I've witnessed it, but I've never seen it this aggressive and in this particular way. And in the Bay, there's just this really interesting intersection of like different mindsets and cultures like there's activisms in the bay you know there's a history of like um black activism black panther party um occupy movement started in the bay um there's just so many things in the bay that are so interesting queer community in the bay like everything is leading edge everything is like very people are very like forward thinking um really progressive progressive. all of that meets there and it's all like clashing in a way. And so there are like that is that plays out in the in the, you know, in the environment. It plays out in the neighborhoods. It plays out in like the cost of living. There's like certain businesses that can't afford to still operate in the Bay because they can't afford. They are priced what, out. But they get priced out. So it's a really aggressive thing to watch. I mean, it's everywhere, though. And people yeah. literally cannot afford to live there, but they, like, they're so rooted there in the culture. So there's all of this stuff that's happening where, like, people are living with their family. 
people are living with multiple roommates. There's all these like cohabitating spaces. So there's things that are happening that you maybe in another city would never experience that are going on in the Bay just to be able to have people afford to stay. Right. You know, so it was, I basically experienced that. Um, it's very rapid of people selling their property because when you sell a property, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. So it's very, it's known that people like you can be living in the Bay and your landlord might just be like, I'm selling the property and you might get evicted. It's just common. And he didn't even give wow. you like a lot of time, which was a scary so I, part. I had two months to move. And I was traveling. We were traveling. Yeah, was, we had Jim. Oh, she wow. had, he told her she had two months to move, and we were literally leaving to Jamaica the next. I was week. like, I'm not even going to be in the country. And then we were, and then <laughs> like, after Jamaica, like, we were going to DR. So you were like gone. I was like, I'm not going to be in the country. How am I going to move? Crazy right? timing. And it was literally like because you, I was here with me. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't stress about it. Not when we're literally like in Jamaica. I was like, <laughs> I have the option of like really getting my head caught up in something that is going to happen or, like, enjoying where I am. And I was like, I have to make that choice to, like, be peaceful, be calm, and just trust, you know, and just trust that it can work out, but also not sitting back like, oh, I just trust the universe. I was like, I'm going to do energy work. I'm going to manifest what I need. Like, I can't fuck around and be homeless. Right. Kid, you know? Yeah, you have a kid. So I was like, I'm just going to start manifesting clear what I want and not settling for anything less than that and this is like a kind of a big thing for me to pull off because I'm really good at manifesting but I was like I want exactly what I want like I, I know what I want I know what I need I know what I deserve I don't know even know how I'm gonna afford it it's gonna happen and I literally watched the whole shit play right out in front of your face wow wow and this shit was no, but with her it was crazy because I remember it, what app was it? Was it Zillow or like it one of those Zillow. apartment apps? And she's like Zillow. looking through houses and she finds this one house and it's like a fairy tale. I was like, girl, obviously we won't even get into how much it costs. <laughs> People Stupid. don't need to know that. But we were just like, damn, maybe one. It was, was a like, it was wow, a maybe one day kind of house. There. Like, can you imagine? And can in you my imagine mind, in the fountains, just we were like, imagine there. how your body would feel coming into that oh, home. Man. And we were just like sitting. And got the damn house. Just put but it together. Then, no, but she but didn't. didn't. That's but the crazy then, part. So then I was like, can you imagine? They were like, you can do it. You can manifest it. You can manifest it. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to submit like through the app, you know, a little application request. Next, I think it was the next day, the house was gone. Mm. She was like, damn. I was like, fuck. Okay. But I was like, you know what? That feeling that I felt when I was looking at that house, that's the feeling. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna memorize that feeling in my body. Mm. Right. And I was just like, what would that feel like? And every day I got up and I was like, the house. And I had the picture still. I was like, this and that and this and just feeling it, you know? And then in the meantime, I was, like, doing my due diligence, like, looking at other places, putting applications in. Like, nothing felt quite it. Nothing felt quite the same. And fast forward a week before I was supposed to come back. Now I have two weeks to move. Mm-hmm. Down to at the wire. At this point. Down two weeks. to the wire. Could you imagine? And then find nothing. One day, and I remember this because I was at my aunt's house in Philly late. Son told me, open the app. I look, the house is back. (laughs) Wow. And I was like, 
And I felt my heart racing. Like, I was like, okay. Whew. <laughs> like, it's like when you know what you want. Yeah. And it's right there. And you're like, this could really fucking happen. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I was just like, but I'm not. Some told me don't just do the application. So I read through the description. And I saw there was an email address. And I could tell from the email address that it wasn't like a realtor's email address. It was just like a personal address. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is the landlord. I'm going to email them. And I sent an email. And the subject line was, why I would be your best tenant. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wrote an email saying who I am. And saying why I was like, this should be my house. I want to live here. She emailed me back the next day and was like, "We've been tra- we're traveling they're they're European. She was like, but if you really want to see this house, I could have my friend show it to you. I was like, yeah, I want to see it. Two days later, I went to see the house. I was like, this is where I'm going to live. I, w- I mean, now I'm actually going into the house that I only saw online. <laughs> and when I walked in, I was like, yes. this is it. and the crazy part is the lady... Didn't ask Haas any financial papers. She didn't check her credit. She didn't check to see if she could afford it. You know how over here they be like, you got to make 40 times. She didn't care. She was like, you want it? It's yours. She was like, this is your house. She's like, you should live here. And Haas at that point was like, I don't even know how I'm going to pay for this. Yeah. Because it's it's like a, it's a brolic house. Like it's expensive. She was like, I don't know how. But I'm moving in because no house makes me feel this way. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. I get it. And then what happened next? The next year of the tour came. Yeah, and, and then we started our like, tour. The money's going to be totally different. Yeah, and at that point, I was like, like you guys, yeah. the sponsorships I got for the tour, <clears throat> like, we're good this year. The first year was challenging, but the second year, like, I really flexed. And so was like, That's my house. it was perfect timing because Haas had the new house. We had the tour. And then you so started the house your school. I yeah. So I love I love bringing people over. I, I bet like, you do now that I know. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, this house is magical. And it's a house for dreamers. It's a house for people yes. that believe in magic and all that stuff. So, And it is. It's like hummingbird. I have a water fountain out back. And the hummingbirds like to take baths in there. Could you I've imagine? never seen before. Uh, I lived there. I didn't even know they did that. They come and take showers. <laughs> like, I have video of it. It's always on my Instagram. They just come and they're like... And you like I watch them because they're there like every other day or so, and they're te- they're territorial. They like fight with each other. Like if one's taking a shower, the other one comes in and like. <laughs> oh, I like them even more now. <laughs> yeah, they're petty. They're way they're petty. <laughs> but I think this is a perfect segue because the fact that like your house was even how you got it was so magical, and I think my favorite part about being your friend that has been huge for me because i'm pure earth my chart is pure <laughs> earth so i need if something's gonna happen i need to know it's gonna happen there's no way i would have moved into a crib and the, of that expensive and then just been like let's hope for the best <laughs> like i need to know like where the money is i'm way more like stability based mm, yeah but has is i always tell her she's a fairy everything <laughs> to the point that 
we used to clash a little bit because she would be like in La La Land, like, it'll just happen. And I'd be like, that's not how life works. (laughs) You know, but it was great for me. I think it's good medicine for me. And honestly, vice versa, because I think my level of grounding was a lot that you kind of realize like, okay, we need each other. I feel like, and I'm not big into, you know, like astrology, but I I am big into the way that people's energy likes to play and create together i think it's really important thing yeah to be aware of like does my energy and this person's energy like flow in a rhythm that works Mm -hmm. and if not can i adjust something in myself that doesn't feel like i'm compromising who i am maybe it's like okay i could see from our relationship that i was going to grow in the way that i needed to i knew that i could i was like this is what i need i need someone who's going to help me work out like these kinds of things because it's not my strength Mm -hmm. and i think that pisces energy and taurus energy is heaven meets earth it really is like the best literally like bringing things that are in a way mystical and like kind of magical that some people might think is like airy fairy and not like there's no (laughs) tangible in reality you know what i mean and i'm like no there's a there's a system there it's just a you know it's a different language yes you know and a different way of believing and it's a different way of seeing Mm -hmm. you know and then for you you see things on a totally different side one isn't better or worse one's not more right or wrong it's just that they're like they can, they can be complementary if you know how to bring both in. Absolutely, because I think even a um, this oracle <laughs> that we <laughs> talked to told us that we're a garden. Yeah, yeah. She literally I said, did just, tell y'all that. No. <laughs> <laughs> she told us we were a garden where mm-hmm. anything that we plant mm-hmm. blossoms. Yeah. And she's like, that's yeah. just the combination. And I thought, like, that is just so perfect because Haas is floating, so she's brings the ideas down and channels them and she'll be like I think this is something we should try or this is somewhere we should go or I think for the tour stops these are the cities we should hit and then I'm the one now that she brought it Mm -hmm. down I actually like ground it in reality like okay I'll get the the money Mm -hmm. you put it in the earth so it actually manifests right I think that's the thing a lot of times with with people kind of like that have my kind of energy is the ideas, the ideas, the ideas, but then you don't ever put it in the ground. You right. don't ever actually like let it take root. When you when you have that kind of like connection to like creative energy in that way, if you can actually follow through with next the level, steps, yeah, you're gonna create so much amazing stuff. Okay, so how do I connect to these? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be having trouble connecting to the Wi-Fi. I know I ain't going to get to know this. This is what I'm saying. So, like, you know, like, I'm a Pisces. I, I, I know this airy-fairy world. You're so Pisces? How, yeah. Yes, he oh. is. March 15th, we have the Ides of March. Don't know what it means. Something's okay. been told to me. <laughs> um, but how do I connect to these different energies and figure out, you know, what what mine is working best with others. Like when I'm meeting people, Mm -hmm. if I'm feeling like out of sync or out of step, like what it necessarily means, or if it doesn't mean anything, how to get myself back on track. Am I making sense? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and this is like what, this is like what I love to talk about, you Mm -hmm. know, like, um, when I, I did personal like energy work consultations for a couple of years before I started doing the tour, And what I would talk to people about is, like, it's so important to know your own energy, what it's like when there's nothing else 
interacting with you. Like, and I, I call that your home frequency. It's like when you're being your truest, most authentic self without stretching, without needing to try to like perform without need it's like it you know to kind without of use catering a, to people yeah without like um without trying to like overly be aggressive like some people like to make their energy really big because they feel small you know and that comes off as like overly aggressive kind of thing without doing any of that when you're not interacting with any other energy when you're just like your most peaceful self without trying it's effortless that that's your home frequency if you can master that and you can like if you know what that is and you can feel it in your body what's gonna happen is that you're gonna have like it's almost as if like you have a um a reference point now for everything else that comes in it's like having a whiteboard that now when you add other things onto the whiteboard you can see it for what it is if it was murky if your energy is already murky and you interact with someone else, you're not going to be able to accurately interpret what they're bringing and what's your messiness. But if you have your own home frequency, like mastered, and you know, you know when someone else is doing something. You can feel when someone's projecting onto you, and you can feel like, that's not my stuff, because I'm good. (laughs) And you also know when you're off. Like, you know, like, I'm out of tune with myself, and I can feel it because I feel hot in my body, or I feel this, or I feel that. So it is about ultimately, like, learning as much as possible to be in that place, centered, clear, so that when you go out in the world, you're going to interact with so many other energies all the time. Um you know, and it's just like it's like getting a baseline of like who you are when you're clear, then bringing in other energies. So you said how, right? To answer your question, how I do that is um, there's a lot of different layers to it. But the first thing is like spending time with yourself, like just being willing to spend time with yourself, listening to yourself and feeling in those moments when you're like, this moment feels right. What is it about this moment that feels right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I had, I rested enough. Like, I had enough to eat. Like, and just kind of going through and realizing what it is that supports you feeling like yourself. Right? And then, and then the next layer is when you kind of have that, the next layer is, okay, so when I'm not feeling myself, what do I need? Oh, I need a nap. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's a really simple thing. Like, I need to eat. A joint. I need a joint. I need right. water. I need <laughs> sex. Like, you know, like, I mean, like, you go through because... Why are you looking at me when you said... Need- <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I wasn't trying to, like, read you She's or anything. Resonance. But that does happen. That's because my, frequen- my home frequency <laughs> was happen. right. My home frequency was right. You was like, let me direct this to this nigga. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's but that, you that's felt it. it, so that's me projecting that. onto you, right? I did like. I, I was like, wait a minute. You threw it back at me. But yeah, it's 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 like that. You know, there's more, but like just on a really basic level, that's not to me. That's not even like spiritual work. That's just like energy. Maintenance. But people overlook that. That's the like yeah. I think when people talk about wellness. They assume like bath bombs and meditation, but something as simple as do you even know what you feel like? Yeah. Right. Like you by yourself, yeah. 
not up against what you do for a living, not up against who your friends are, not up against your roommates or your family, but just when you're in a room by yourself. Do you even know what yeah, feels good? Because a lot of people, like, what they think feels like themselves is not. Right. A lot of what people think feels like themselves actually is the 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 identity that society told them. Exactly. To be. You know what I mean? Whether it be your family of origin told you who you were your whole life and then you took that on at some point and you became that. And that's who you think you are. Because you hear people talk about all the time, I'm this kind of person, I'm that kind of person. I'm like, okay, are you or is that the program? I hate it when people say that. Right. First of all, I want to experience you. (laughs) I don't want you telling me who, how, you know, because I'm the type of person who do, I hate that shit. That's a huge turn off for me. (laughs) Go ahead, (laughs) Hyde. No, that, that, I mean, that's like. I do have one more question, though. That's the thing. I feel like, I feel like. So to begin with, a lot of people don't know who they are. They know who they are when they're trying to impress someone or they know or they know who they are when, you know, to kind of use an overused term in their ego. You know, they know who they are when they're in their ego. When they're like, look at all these accomplishments I have or all these things that you it's fine, like do all that stuff, but don't misunderstand that's not who you are you know that that's not who you are like who you are is something so much more fundamental so much more you know like just pure in a way without all the things you added on top just some just a very you're just a very pure energy like when you can tune into that what you also realize is that you don't ever have to try to be yourself Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're never not yourself. That's the interesting thing. You can not know who you are. You can forget yourself. You can, like, fall asleep and you can be lost. But you're actually always still yourself. (laughs) Right. You just are not operating from that place of your true self. So that's another interesting thing Mm. is, like, people don't know who they are. You know, like, one of the most fundamental, like, you know, kind of, like, alchemical, like, sayings is know thyself. You know, that for me is like the fundamental practice, whether you want to call it spiritual practice, wellness, self-care, self-love or whatever. It's just you got to know who you are because the world is going to tell you a lot of stories. Mm. Your circumstances, your experiences are going to have you thinking one thing. People you're in a relationship with are going to be having you think that you're something else because of their needs. They're manipulating you to serve their needs. And if you don't know who you are and all that, you're going to be lost. Drake got a song where he'd be like, know yourself, know your worth, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Yes. Now, one concept that you've been talking Mm -hmm. about, um, you shared on your Instagram recently, and I was like, oh, this is why I love her. You were talking about (laughs) no one is really broken. And this whole Mm -hmm. concept of Mm self-improvement that you think, I mean, you didn't say it's bullshit, but you were kind of like, it's not what people are making it out to be, especially in this wellness field where I think, a lot of the pull that people feel towards a lot of these gurus and even a lot of the tours and a lot of self-help books is this feeling of like, I need help. Mm -hmm. I'm broken. Yeah. And I need to be fixed somehow because I'm, you know, I'm fucked up or I'm a mess or Mm -hmm. I can't figure out what to do next. Yeah, that all, I mean, that all comes back to like the fundamental dilemma of being like who you are you know, and however however we want to, you know, identify with this concept, 
is fine. You know, I'm I'm going to speak from my own belief cosmology, which is that we are the soul and we're in a body. Right? Like that that that's how I experience and I understand this reality. So what that means is that <clears throat> you create an identity and, you know, my metaphor is always the video game. That this reality is a video game. You create a character. You create an avatar in the video game, right, to interface in this reality. And people actually think they're the character they created, right? And so when you're thinking that you're the character that you created and you're playing in the video game, you're always trying to get more points. You're always trying to, like, you know, win the level, and you forget that you're actually the one who's like holding the controller. the controller, watching the game play out the whole time. Instead of seeing it as like, oh, I'm playing a video game. And that's okay. If your character in the video game like gets beat by another character, you don't get all, you know, like all caught up in it. It was like, I'll die and I'll, right? Like play the next. And I'll get a new life. New life, right? right? Like. <laughs> But when you think you're the character, everything that's happening to the character you think is happening to you. So this idea of like trying Damn. to trying to become <laughs> trying to become something. You just really put some things into perspective right yeah, there. Yeah, like when you when you like when you think you're the character, you're like, I need to level up. Look at what the other characters are. You're comparing yourself. So you're doing all the things that you do in the game. You compete. You're trying to win. You want someone else to lose. You you have to get more. You're, it's never enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you don't ever put the controller down and just be like, oh, right, that's just the game? I'm not actually in the game. That's the whole thing with this reality. It's like, whether you want to call it the Matrix or Maya or whatever, it's like us as the soul isn't caught up in the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we end up playing into the game forgetting that we're something bigger than that one of the games in the video game is self-improvement that's just one of the games it's one of the levels in the that's video one of the game, cartridges right and so people are really like yeah i need to i need to improve myself again it's just getting like caught in the illusion when you think about on a soul level the, the soul is not it doesn't need to become anything it doesn't need to like acquire anything it doesn't need to achieve anything it's not caught up in that game but when you know you're who you are when you know you're the soul you're like oh my character is really killing it right now that's it it's like simple <laughs> like that it's like you're not caught up in it and you're not you're not like so easily thrown off with what happens with in the game i wonder if that's why they call collard green soul food <laughs> Because they always so confidently reside next to a meat choice. It can vary. It could be chicken. It could be ham, Welcome turkey. Welcome to the friend zone. Huh? It's so full. It all makes sense now. Coming right off of Thanksgiving. No, but honestly, I think that concept has been so useful to me because, mm -hmm. you know, especially with us, humor is our medicine. Yeah, really, everyone in this room. Right. And I think even when something happens and we, and, you know, we call it in the video game, 
I've learned to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, even the mm-hmm. most... And remember, Asante, when we were talking about... I don't know where we were. It was me, you, and Michelle. We were talking about my um, campaign that failed. Oh, okay. Mm. And when she was like, I just can't believe you're so calm talking about how much money you lost. <laughs> right. And I was laughing because I was like, exactly. This is so crazy that, like, mm. you can't do anything but, but laugh, laugh right. at the fact that this is even happening. Like... Especially the way it all went down. Like, it's just absurd. And you have to laugh sometimes. And I have really found that if I were to, let's say I had gotten caught up in it and been pissed, gone on Twitter and did a thread, Mm. (laughs) you know, linked back and been like, being like, this always happens to me. That's why I don't trust motherfuckers. (laughs) Because I got to do it if it's going to be done right. You know, but imagine (laughs) if I took on that that energy of like feeling like, woe is me. And this always happens to me because this is how life is. And instead, I was like, you know what? It's funny as fuck. It doesn't take away from the fact that I'm still out here you know i'm doing my best and i'm having fun just one little blip in a great year and now i just learned to find humor in a lot of really fucked up shit and, and it really helps the other thing is like when you understand the rules of the video game you understand that like the video game's gonna throw you let's just call them tests right that's part of the game you're going to get thrown tests, and the tests are always going to be specific to the thing you're working on. Like, you're going to get, you when you know that, you're like, okay, I'm working on not being petty. I'm not going to look at anybody in the room. I'm just going to look at myself. I'm working on, <laughs> I'm working no, on not being petty, right? Like, you know that's the level of the video game that you're in. You already know characters are going to show up that are going to play in that way with you. So when they show up, people are like, ah, I see it. I see exactly what this is. This is, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, And then you, like, are like, I'm really mastering this game. You really see it. And then when you realize, like, oh, this thing happened. I could react this way. But when I react this way, I'm using up some of my chips. You're like, I'm not going It's not there. worth it. It's not worth it. When you could spend that energy, currency, on something else, like a house you love, and then you're like, that's how I want to live. That's how I want to function in this game. I want to use my energy in a way like it's currency. And I want to be so particular about what I spend my energy on that I'm not going to let people steal my energy with stuff that I don't care about. I'm not going to let people throw me off. Like, I'm focused. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm creating. Like, having a, having a like, intention of, like, what you want your life to feel like, be like, like, however you, you know, like, see it. Then stuff comes your way, and you're, and you're like, it's like you're dodging it. It's like stuff like that, and you're like, oop, oop. Like I, and you see also, like, how you could have got caught up before. Like, damn, a year ago, I really would. That would have took me out. I would have got thrown off by that. I, or you have. Maybe That's you so know real. you have, like, totally, like, got caught out there before with that same situation. And then when it shows up, you're like, I didn't even feel anything. I didn't get triggered. I didn't feel nothing. Or sometimes when it shows up and you do fail, that, but you laugh because you're like... <laughs> I chose that. But you know what's funny about that? When you know, like, what I love about the universe is, like, you're going to have another opportunity to practice real soon. Right. Yeah. Right. Real soon. Sometimes in the same day. 
Right. And I oh. love when I see, I'm like, you can't see that was the same test that came in the same day. I'm just like, wow. But that's what I love. I love helping people to see what it is that they're working on. So that when stuff shows up, I'm like, you you call you you call that in because that's your thing right now. Rather than like, this happened to me because people are this way. It's like, okay, but why did you why did you attract that? Right. Why why would you have wanted that kind of interaction? And then when you realize that, you know the medicine that's needed and you just take care of it. And you just clean you just keep cleaning up your life like that. And, and that that for me is what energy work is. It's just keep cleaning up your life in ways that it's like I could let this get on my nerves or I could change it. I'm like, I'm going to change it. It's not worth feeling like that for me. But I'm wrong when I say that. <laughs> right? Because I apply the same thing. I go through my text messages right now. Dates, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? If it don't feel right, why can't I change it? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm wrong, right? Now, y'all didn't heard how I say it. Not the way you do it. Y'all didn't heard how I say it. She well, didn't say ghost yeah, stomping. I was going to say, I was going to say, but for me, and again, it's like everybody has a different thing they're working on. For me, my current test and my current lesson is like being able to do the thing that I need to do with kindness. <laughs> Why is that funny? Sorry. <laughs> Dang. That, that was Ooh. a shade last <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like this is a perfect No, because fit. Haz is a sword. Like, mm-hmm. yes. there, there's no mincing of words. When she has something to tell you, she's just like, Broop. and you're like, well, goddamn. Okay, well, give me a page out of that book just to know how, how what it's like. I can literally call her a sword. I'm like, <laughs> they do. It's true because it's, I, yeah. she's very black and white. I love it. Yes. (laughs) But I think you've gotten nicer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing I always say. I'm the kindest person until I'm not, you know? Right. I'm a very kind person. With clear boundaries. But I have clear boundaries. And that's a thing that people don't know. Like, people don't, people, I have people interact with my energy all the time, and I, they literally look confused. They literally like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> because I'm like, that's what, a, that's what a person who's kind, but Me. with clear boundaries, yep. feels like. Maybe you never met anybody like that. But for me, what kindness means is, like, I really don't wish harm on anybody. I really don't wish harm on anybody. I really don't want anybody to not be well i want everybody to be well that's real i really desire for everybody to be well have what they need i really feel good when people are thriving it makes me happy it feeds my soul like i love that and at the same time i'm like there i said the other day online i was like be careful with the sweet ones because some of us have a sleeping dragon (laughs) A fire-breathing dragon that is asleep inside of us. And I don't like when that dragon actually... I don't either. Wakes up! Wakes up! It's literally like I'm breathing fire. And I and I used to have to, like... It used to be way worse because I would feel the fire in my body. And I was actually talking about this with my partner the other day. And she was like, well, what does that look like? I was like, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. And I'm, I'm like, I can think I'm about... I'm a texter like, you don't want to know. And I okay. was like, I remember situations. She was like, well, what does it look like? And I was like, and I'm kind of crazy. 
Like, there's a little bit of crazy there, you know? And I was like, I've just had situations where I've had a vision in my mind of what I'm going to do. I'm like, that's not good. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Ooh. That's that. That is that. You know what I mean? But what's funny is I was, I've been spending the weekend with my 94-year-old grandmother who is in the hospital right now. She's the same way. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I was like, it was actually interesting for me on this trip to be talking about this part of my personality, which I understand is a part of my personality. But it's a part of my personality that I have not been able to rein in all the way. And I see it's a part of my personality that is not serving me anymore. And I see it's a part of my personality that actually came as a manifestation of like being bullied, being picked on. And that the part of me that was kind got taken advantage of mm. and walked over. And it, w- it was created from that. It was created as a survival technique to be able to be like, if people keep fucking with me, I'm going to snap. Right. And having to snap. And I was like, I don't want to live in that reality anymore. I want to live in a reality where I don't have to snap. And where... A situation could come where in the past I would snap and I'm like, I don't even need to do that anymore because I know life's going to teach you. I used to be like, you're going to learn today. (laughs) 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 And now I'm like... Life's gonna teach you. You and I'm and and not in self correcting. Not yeah, loving self correction. It's like it's not even my job anymore. To the point where I'm like, I'm not getting caught up in that. I'm gonna mind my business. I'm gonna mind my business and keep watching the hummingbirds and chilling. (laughs) And I do it all day online. And they ought to be thankful for it all day online because you've been following you. We've been friends for I don't even know how many years. Have you ever seen me clap back on somebody online? I barely see you talk to people online. That's true, too. She just tweets and, <laughs> and goes. Haas literally but, tweets and goes. Yeah, that's true, too. That's how you that gotta be. And then you even change... First of all, she has all of us muted. I have everybody I follow <laughs> muted. So that no, her thoughts don't, don't get tainted nobody. with nobody's mm-hmm. bullshit. And I love it because she tells us. She's like, all y'all motherfuckers And I advise like everybody to do the same thing. I said mute everybody. Because when you go online... The last thing you need to do is 8,000 distractions with people's minds. That's it's too a much. Lot. If you want to go to someone's page specifically to look at it, cool. Like, that's what I'll do. But going online every time and getting pulled into a, ma- a million rabbit holes? Oh, man. No. I don't have time for that. Because <laughs> I'm easily distracted by conversations. I, Twitter I is probably the biggest it. black hole. Like, it is the biggest black you hole. You are so my hero. <laughs> Support for today's show comes from Thrive Market, an online marketplace that's on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You'll get access to thousands of the best, best best-selling organic goods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Whether you're vegan, gluten-free, or both of those and still feeding a family, you can choose from 80-plus items that can get you everything you need, including non-GMO, fair trade certified, and BPA-free. From organic almond butter to lavender essential oil, Thrive Market carries everything you need. They have pantry staples, cleaning products, the best sweet treats, and much, much more at an affordable rate. And the packaging is really, really simple. 
the inventory is huge, the prices are low, and it gives you an opportunity to get some things that you really can't get everywhere. And y'all know I'm a huge snacker. Yeah. And they sent, when they sent us the boxes, they had snacks I had never heard of. See what I and mean? And I was very excited, and they were all gluten-free, so that's cool. Didn't they blow your mind this time? <laughs> Didn't they? Okay. <laughs> so, and now, with our special link, Thrive Market is giving you an extra 25% off your first purchase, Plus, y'all, a free 30-day trial. That's 25% off the already low prices that Thrive Market offers. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash friendzone to access this discount. This week's episode is also brought to you by Third Love. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable and incredible feel. Just answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit. Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most brands offer, cup sizes A through H, and bands up to 48. And with lightweight memory foam cups and straps that won't slip and tagless labels, you'll want to wear these soft and breathable bras and underwear every day. Did you say light memory foam cups? I actually... (laughs) That is revolutionary in breast management. Now... Remember, I told you they sent me three pairs. You sure did. And y'all, they're amazing. So I did. They send you any pairs? You know what? They did not send me any pairs. No. And I was on the website <laughs> looking through them bras. They got like the t-shirt Wait a bras. minute, you were looking through. I was looking through that's the bras. A, that's I was, amazing. I was looking. I feel very supported. Well, listen. Well, look. Speaking of feeling Literally. very supported, those bras looked like they was on point. You said it's a t-shirt bra. There's like a t-shirt material, the geo. So it's like a short sleeve bra. So look, no. it's a, it's a geo lace t-shirt bra. Oh, it's cotton. The touch, the feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> the fabric of our lives. They also have a twenty four seven lace couture plunge bra. And for a limited time, when you buy one bra purchased through eleven thirty, they're gonna donate a bra to a victim of the California wildfires. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, then I need a stock up. For okay. Sure. So go on ahead and get you some bras. And Third Love knows. There's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash friendzone now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash friendzone for 15% off today. And you'll get lightweight memory foam cups. <laughs> now, because, you know, it was really resonating when you were talking about that dragon being sleeping inside of you. Because we were just talking about, like, the last time you fought... And I was saying how, like... This is I, the same conversation I had yesterday. It was, we had we, this yesterday, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it is closer to this date than I would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, physically? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Not closer to this date. I like, I would love to be That's to be right. Like, Three years ago, I was <laughs> See, so for me, I, it brought me to a place where I was talking about how I even, it's hard for me to even like physically or like uh, verbally spar because I get so heated in the moment. I'm just like, I just shut down because it's like sometimes they don't even take half of what I feel like I'm about to give. So I just mm-hmm. don't say anything at all. Well, you know what? The other thing is what I don't like, I don't like pushing stuff down. Mm. I don't like pushing that fire down. See, because you have that you're going to learn today. I have that. <laughs> <laughs> you you sit I, on I, it? Yeah. You sit it? 
Mm-mm. Yeah, only, only because it festers. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like people don't like. Where in my experience, I've experienced where like I'll be like, "Hey, um, X, Y, and Z," and then people will throw it back to me, and I'm like, "Well, it wasn't even about that." Or then I'm left with the ball, and I was trying to like mm-hmm. be helpful or mm-hmm. trying to, or I was trying to just even give something off, like mm-hmm. relieve something, and then it gets put back on me, and I'm just like, "Well, damn, I shouldn't have even said anything to begin with." Mm. So then a lot of it, when I come to have to like. Say, hey, I feel like you did this to me, or I feel, or I felt like this was fucked up. Then it turns into, well, that's your feeling, and then they walk off, and then I'm like, so do you go back and finish this conversation, or do you just let it <laughs> go because what? you know Even. it's gonna Honestly, get right? A, a thing I love is talking about power dynamics and the way people exchange energy. Mm-hmm. I love this conversation. <laughs> like, I love, I, I love watching how people throw their energy around and how people are like. I was just talking um, about because this month I'm talking about reprogramming in my next month I'm talking about reprogramming my school and I've been talking a lot in the past couple months can about what's that I said can I enroll yeah oh yes I was gonna all the info we're gonna um, plug all the info okay so. <laughs> I have been talking about uh, narcissism for the past couple months and people who are narcissistic and people who are covertly narcissistic. Mm. Which is an even more like subtler thing than the typical like person you think who's narcissist who's like very grandiose and all those kinds of things. A covert narcissist is a little bit different. They're even worse. <laughs> They're worse. They're more mm-hmm. highly evolved. Yeah. They're a more highly evolved type type of narcissist. And they leave you feeling like, what the fuck just happened? Like that they know feeling, they're narcissistic. That feeling of like I don't feel good, but I don't know what the fuck just happened. That's their medicine. They're they're very tuned into like the mind fucking you and like making you question yourself. Trying like, to. Yeah, I'm trying to make you question yourself <laughs> and being like, damn, was that me? Or like so there the so I've I've really been spending a lot of time watching that energy in the past month actually it's really interesting and it really makes me think about how much people would benefit to learn about these personality types so that they know how to interact with them because it really is like when you see damn that person is a real not just like that person's an asshole but like that person is a covert narcissist and this is what they're doing and now I see it, you know how to respond. You have, like, the tactic of, like, you know, and not to come from a place of trying to match them in that energy or yeah. whatever, like, getting caught up in the game, just being like, nah. Right. Like, straight up, just like, right. nah. Staying I don't, in I don't control. Right. Not me. <laughs> nope. Just like that. Just like how it feels, like, nope, in the body. So how, knowing how to bring that energy in with them, it is, and it's, Honestly, how I learn this is online. Because the people that I deal with in my real life are not any of these things. People I deal with in my life are real. My relationships are good. I don't have weird friendships. I don't have frenemies. I don't have people that I'm like, I don't really know if they care about me. No, I don't have none of that in my life. Well, you don't have any... The term you use is energy leaks. No, I don't have. And I think, and that's, Mm. there's a perfect segue because I I think when people talk about being exhausted, you know, we tend to assume like, oh, you didn't get sleep or you were out late. And it's like exhaustion comes from a couple of different places. Mm -hmm. And it has a lot to do with the dynamics, the energies that you are kind of like 
uh, sparring with mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. day long, and then mm-hmm. you get home and you're literally, literally Worn out, yeah. exhausted. Spent. Like Blew you said, out. you're depleted. Like it's you like, said, energy as currency. Yeah, yep. and you're literally spent. Yeah. So like I like. I'm you, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what boundaries well, that's do. The thing. When you know what your energy's worth, yeah, then you know how to exchange it well. You know, so that is for sure. Like hmm. when you start to be like, okay. My, this and and it, and I want to say not in an arrogant way. Like this isn't worth my energy. Like not like that. But no. Just, like in a real way. Like I'm not giving my energy to that. And and I and again I and say this, that's what's misunderstood though a lot of times. Like not giving something your energy. Yeah, because I think especially like a lot of people I'm around when they'll see that. Let's say if someone like when we were, I was telling the story how our friend was like arguing with someone in the airport, and I was like, yo, like. <laughs> That lady don't even matter. Like, in the grand right. scheme of your day and your life and your goals and what you're doing, this moment right now is a blip. And I think sometimes people can take it as you being passive or um, non-confrontational or they feel like you need to speak up more. And it's like, I speak up when I feel called to, but for the most part, I don't really feel called to giving my energy to a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, and it is because, like, when you get to that place, and I just use this as a terminology, when you get to the pa- place where you're living, like, the the life that is beyond even what you ever dreamed. Amen, and that's where it comes from. You know, like, we, and you know a lot of people are not living in that reality. Like, right. you said it. Like, you were like, I was on the boat, and I was, like, just feel, really appreciating that this is my life. Like, most people don't have that feeling. Like They so hate their lives. They don't like their lives, yeah. you know? And a lot of times online, like, because what's funny to me about online is that, like, I do have a response come up. <laughs> yeah. I say that all the time though The petty is there Don't get it fucked up And I have a comeback For every Yo, fucking thing And then it's that and, and pause button and, and the reason I don't come back Is because people online Don't know my humor They don't really know My personality and they won't, They'll probably cry it would, not, it would not be taken that way Right it, it would be misread. Well, just start DMing it to me. Then. <laughs> and we can have our own private laugh. Because I feel like I would understand. <laughs> Honestly, if I ever even tweet anything online that's not positive, people will be like, oh. Like, in a funny way to me, people are like, oh, shit, it's not a good day because Miriam's not happy. <laughs> Literally, they'd be like, it's not a good day because... You know, you know the world's coming to an end when well, Miriam's like, clapping back. Sis, are you okay? <laughs> Sis, are you okay? Like, I'm like, wow, people really think you're a robot, right? <laughs> like, you know, and it's it's fine. I because, have a range of emotions. Yeah, right. I have all the emotions. They think they have you figured out based on what you've contributed thus far, as mm-hmm. far as what they can see. And, they think yeah. that's the totality of you, exactly. and it's not. We're that's all just... multidimensional, and to think that like. What someone represents online is all of the thing. It's everything, you know. It's just it's it's to me it's immature, really. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like to think like that you can accurately predict who someone is completely from online is not is just not real. It's not reality, you know. And to me, what's interesting is how off people feel like they understand me, and then they meet me. Like people are like, oh my god, I ex- 
I didn't think you were funny. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you think I was doing like at home, like meditating on a lotus flower all day long? Like, yeah. What do you think like I do at home? Like, or someone was like, I'm surprised you curse. Oh God, like, that was me Get with the this fuck podcast. Out of here. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, I want to be like, I really want to be like, grow up, you know? Like, <laughs> grow the fuck up. But that happened to me <laughs> with this podcast. People mm. were like, I didn't know you were so silly, or I didn't know you curse, and it's like. You and saw thing, one piece of me yeah, online. Right. Online is like I share my work online. That's it. Right. right. My online is my work. That's, that's my not the job. place for you to be right. cursing. Like, that's my yeah. job. Like, <laughs> right. what, the, what do y'all not get? Um, that's my job. I'm gonna be on, and it's not like, and and you know how some people we had this conversation. Some people were like, some people think that you need to like. Uh, show yourself like crying online and all this stuff oh, to be God. real. You we know what I'm Yo, and I'm like, always no. I don't need that this. kind of attention. I don't, I don't need to cry no. for you to know I'm real. Yeah, right. like no, <laughs> it's this is my work, right? You know? this yeah, is this, and I'm a private person, so, and I also feel like what I what I feel like is like don't focus on me. I'm putting my work out for you to have access to maybe some work that you can take. That will help you and to feel some resonance. Don't make, don't don't focus on me. Don't even worry about me. You don't need to know what my personality is like. Really, at the end of the day, <laughs> like you know, like right. Mind your business. <laughs> Take the poetry and go. Yeah, okay. but I, but one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but this combo about energy leaks so mm-hmm. important. Can you please break down how people can be more mindful yeah. of how to kind of plug it you know Mm -hmm. and be like i'm done with being drained all the time because like you always say on our tour that's why people don't have room or energy for their dreams Mm -hmm. totally like you know like what i what i call my work is energy self-mastery and it's about you know ultimately understanding that um there's a lot of different energies in the world and it's ultimately your decision how you want to run your energy. It's your choice. That's why you're in this video game. For you to decide like how you want to spend your energy, how you want to feel in this experience. And at the same time, understanding that you are in a reality where everybody has free will. So people can send whatever energy they want at you. The environment has energy. Music has, there's, everything has a frequency. Everything has a vibration. And mastering your own energy is about saying, whatever is happening in here, I'm, I'm in charge of that. Mm. And, in, and, and when I say here, I'm obviously talking about my physical body, but we have an energy field. Like we have a field of energy that's bigger than the physical body. That is how you interact with other people's energy field. Like that's why you can feel people in the room before like when you know you, you don't like someone. And you you don't can know feel why. like I don't know what it is, but something doesn't feel right. Or even when you walk in a room, you're like something doesn't feel right about this room. It right. feels right. So all of that, all of that is why. Like when we were, where were we in Alabama? Yeah, it was time to go. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're, we you're went about, to eat somewhere, and Dustin was like, "We gotta go." I'm mm-hmm. like. I'm hungry. I was like, it looks nice. And, and the, but the funny thing is we read it differently. Yeah, we did. Because I walked in and I read it so warm hmm. and it felt very like local and kind of like mom and pop and cool. And Dustin was like, we got to go. Well, that talks about timelines. That's, hmm. that's, that's another concept, you know, because we're all living on our own individual timeline in a way. 
that's why someone can be right next to you be having a totally different experience. That's so bugged out. You know, like someone's on their own. And they they talk about it in in scientific terms that like, imagine if 10 people watch an accident happen. All ten people are going to have seen something different in that accident. Mm. That's mm. that. That's what that means. That means that your energy can ha- be having your own experience. That's why you can be around people and someone else to be miserable, and you can be like, "I'm good. Like you're happy. <laughs> like yeah, you're you know, like you're fine." It's that's when you're doing energy self mastery. That's when you're mastering what's going on in here, and when you're doing that, whatever. Again, I said whatever other people bring your energy, you're resourced. You, you know what I mean? You're fully resourced. You have enough energy. You can, for example, in terms of, like, energy exchange, you could decide, like, let's say I came in here and I... Let's say I came in here and I was low energy and you were vibing high. You could give me some love and compassion, mm-hmm. right? However that... Whatever that looks like. If it's, if it's emotional, it's through how you look at me or whatever, you could give some of your energy to me to uplift me, Right? So we do that all the time. We can also pull people down. So I could pull you down into my vibration. I could lower your vibration through resonance. I hate that shit. I do too. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why. Me up at the top. That's why I started doing this work because <laughs> yeah, I hate that thank, shit thank too. Thank you, Haas. And, and and you know my work is really focused for everyone, but it's really focused on people who are highly sensitive because mm-hmm. that's me. I feel everything. Like I feel things more than a lot of people do. And I went through life with the experience of everything else determined how I feel. And I did not like that. I was like, I can't, I can't keep having my life be, I don't want to go anywhere because other people's energy is going to make me feel bad. Or I'm too, I'm so sensitive. I can't be in crowds or I can't be around this or I can't be around that. I used to identify as an empath and I retired as an empath. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm still highly sensitive. So I knew that I needed to learn how to not let things affect me so mm-hmm. much. That's what my work grew from. My work grew from what I need for me. And then I started talking about it to other people. And people were like, that's what I need. Right. I need to be able to master my energy. So I'm in, sitting here like, that's what I need. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> in, so I realized that there are a lot of things that we do where... We have, you know, cultivated a certain amount of energy of feeling good in the body or whatever, where it gets leaked out or drained out from things that we are, we're not giving uh, enough notice to, whether they be interactions with your coworkers, um, how you get to work. Let's say every day you drive to work, and on the drive to work, it's the same experience that by the time you left home feeling good. You get to work, you already don't feel that good. Fucking MTA. Hello. Right. Yeah. All of the. These are just so many examples, but there's so many things in your life that if you were to look at it and be like, "Is this worth how I'm spending my life, or do I need to clean this up?" Right. So this is draining my energy. So then it's changing it. It's like, okay, so what could I do differently? I could not interact with that person anymore. You know what? I'm tired of having this interaction. I could not be friends with that person anymore. I could leave my job. And it's it goes to levels because depending on how much you're really willing to make life changes, but the small energy leaks are the ones that we talk about a lot in the tour because it's the things that are like that's that real subtle leak 
but it's draining it's your energy. It's easy to overlook, but it's, it's easy to up. overlook, but it's draining your energy, right? So maybe you've done the big work where you're like, you know, I'm not in a relationship with somebody that sucks. <laughs> I pretty much like my job. Like, I live somewhere okay. I have good friends. Yeah, but then there's those, like, subtle leaks. And what I, what I always say in the tour is that when you don't take care of those, that prevents you from really living the life you want. Right. Because you need all your coins out here in this video game. You need all your coins to be able to spend that energy currency on getting to the next level and the next level and the next level. But most people are just getting by but they're en- because their energy is being leaked all day long, every day with stuff they hate. And so there's no energy left to create. Like, you know, our tour was based on people's passion projects. People talking about, and a lot of people were like, you know, so I have this plan, of, but I haven't really put it into action yet. And I immediately, I'm like, there's no energy left over from your life. You are just, you just have enough energy to get by with nothing left at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you're collapsing in your bed, tired, and you don't have, you don't have the energy to get home and be like, I'm going to work on my creative project. Because right? <laughs> it done leaked out all day It's long. all mm-hmm. leaked. It's gone. So you only have, that's why I say energy is the new currency. You always say you only have a certain amount of energy to spend. You would never let someone put their hand in your bank account. <laughs> right but we let people steal our energy suck our energy all day long i see it all day long here just take my money it's like just take my money you know and energy is the most so important the currency it's, like, it's not right. about it's not about you know what, what were you saying you're like some people think it's like not sticking up for yourself i'm like it ain't got shit to do with that no thank you it has nothing to do with that like <laughs> i get that one a lot where people are like friend you just Sometimes you have to tell people to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, sometimes they don't, like, my energy doesn't need to tell them yeah. that because I just yeah. don't even feel called to do that. Right. You mm-hmm. just, in a way, it's like you're just not a part of my video game. It's literally like, you're okay, not in it. I mean, you're if not. someone put two choices in front of you and they were like, you have $10, can you, you want to spend it on Kirsten's person out <laughs> or do you want to spend it on manifesting a trip to Morocco? Boom. It's like that every day, though. But you're not looking at it that way. Right. But it really comes down to that, how you're spending your energy currency and on what. And sometimes when people say stuff like that, I'm like, tell me that when I'm in Morocco. Tell me that when I'm living in the house I live in. With the tell me that because taking a here's shower the, here's the thing right. I'll say Literally. about me. Literally. <laughs> here's the thing I'll say. Like, we can sit up here all day and talk about concepts, but our life reflects what we teach. Boom. Our life reflects what we talk about. And it isn't even just, like, one of those things where it's like, yeah, your life looks okay. Like, I'm like, my life is the best. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I live my favorite life. Yes. And not in a way where it's like I have a lot of stuff. I live a rich quality life that at the end of the day, that feeling you had on the boat, I'm like, I feel that way all the time. I, I love my family. My family loves me. And it, that took work. That took work. That took, okay, there's well, an energy made leak that here. Feeling there's an energy leak here. I got to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to my sibling. When we were having that conversation about the last time you fought, <laughs> it was my siblings. Like, I have nine siblings. And there's Sheesh. there's just been so many things that have gone down in my family. Toxicity, abuse, like, all of it. All of it's yeah. like a, you know, amusement park of fucking trauma. Childhood <laughs> trauma, right? Right. 
And I'm like, we got to work this shit out because this is a drain for me. When Mm -hmm. it came down to this is draining my energy, this is a problem. I'm like, we have to have this conversation. Or, and I have, I have siblings that there was a point in time where I had, I was like, I'm good on you. I'm good on you. Love you from across the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that is yes. like, that's hard for people because they're like, well, if you're spiritual, you just accept whatever right. from everyone. I'm like, where? Um, when? You gotta like, be unconditional. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you gotta be wise, you gotta be authentic. If I really authentically am like, this is toxic. Somebody's got to call it. Somebody has to be the one to say it. You know me, I'll say it. <laughs> this shit doesn't work. This is not working. I don't play games with myself. I don't do relationship lies, lying to myself, pretending this is not working. It's not, I don't have energy to give to and then especially if I can see and it's not going to work. Not like this. So why even waste the time? Why waste my energy? Your currency. You, you, you might want to stay in that loop, that feedback loop. Especially if it's all you know. Exactly. You might want to stay okay. in that feedback loop. But I see this is not going to go a good way. And I'm, 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 I'm usually the less attached person in relationships. Yeah. So I am really good at breaking up with people. <laughs> I just taught a class on how to break up with people, and um, and I've gotten really better at it in a way where it doesn't create more trauma for people, so that people don't feel trashed or rejected or whatever. Mm. But it's loving. I'm like, I want something else for you. I want you to feel different. I don't want to be bringing you an antagonistic energy. I don't want to be exchanging energy with you that feels like this. The best, most supportive thing I can do is, like, give each other space. Like, let's just be not in the same room and agree on that. Like, that kind of thing. So that's why now, over years of doing that, now everything is peaceful. Amen. Everything is peaceful in my life. (sighs) My relationships (laughs) with people are honest. They're authentic. They're transparent. I can be who I am. Nobody is judging me. All my moods are welcome. People know I snap. I love that. And everything. All it's my like, moods are welcome. Okay. <laughs> all, my, all my demons. My friends love my demons. We laugh at them. They love my demons. <laughs> they think my inner child. I'll, you know, if I'm like, oh, my 12-year-old self right now is not happy. And I think, and that's why Haz has this cute thing she does where I wait for it because that's how I get confirmation. Where she'll be like, I'm happy. <laughs> and that's how I know I'm like, okay, job we well done. And it's yeah. usually when we have food. And it's usually food. I like, or if she's happy. on a boat, yes. she'll turn and be like, I'm happy. I'm and we're happy. like, good. So we're good. And it is. It's a feeling of like. Because I know yes. that she means it if she's it, And that. I don't feel it. When, it's when I feel it in my body. When my body's like, I'm happy. And, and for me, someone who's done. A lot of work. I've done many years, invested a lot of money on healing my nervous system, my immune system, my endocrine system, all of my inner stuff, my heart, my lungs. Like, I've gone through and spent time, money, worked with specialists, gone through all the things inside of me that could be my own accountability that are contributing to my own toxicity. Worked on them. 
so that I can say ultimately like, okay, if I'm having this tension in my neck or my back or whatever, I know who I'm going to go to. I know who's going to help me. I know what I need to change. I'm not going to blame this other person for making me feel bad. I'm responsible for how I feel and I'm responsible for how I treat people and like that, that that that's it for me that's what energy work is it's like being accountable for the energy you put out in the world no matter what anyone else is doing everybody else is being a certain way fine but like you're accountable to you at the end of the day and as I said in the beginning my intention is to be kind more because <laughs> that's who I am so my intention is to be who I am more you've been very nice this evening thank you yes. <laughs> thank you and to be like but to be authentic so that means that yeah. I give myself permission if I if other th- other energies need to be expressed I'm not hard on myself I I'm like I'm still working on things and Proverbs that's okay. 26 17. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. The living Bible. <laughs> but you know what I will say that I appreciate so much about our friend group? <laughs> because we're all such strong communicators. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's room for all of our moods and energies. Mm-hmm. I appreciate so much how we literally will say to each other. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed right now. <laughs> I love when Fran gets pissed. <laughs> I, isn't it the best? Because I just say it. I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I need to walk away. And you know what else I like too about being in a group dynamic? You know what I like about being in a group dynamic? It's like, if if we're a group and we're a team and we all have the same desire to create whatever it is and you are pissed, I know I'm going to have to balance that out. Right. And I'm okay with that because I know you're going to give me space. Because well, we genuinely care for yeah, each other. Yeah, like if you're going to, if there's another moment when I'm like, I'm feeling this way, you're going to support me. So it's not about like, I got to be perfect all the time and my energy has got to be perfect. It is like you always say, it's the ecosystem mm-hmm. of energy because you realize that if we can all bring our energies together, that it grows exponentially. It grows exponentially. But if you're someone that's like, your energy is not, you can't get along with anybody or you, you're hard to work with all the time. Nobody has time for that. Nobody. <laughs> and no time. Nobody but especially has time when, you, for that. when you guys are doing something as a team. As right. a team. Like mindfulness that's is the so thing. make or break. It's like, how do you work in a team though? And it's not easy. Like we're human. But I think mm-hmm. what you guys have taught me so much is, and I, and I appreciate y'all because. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how much of how clear I was even before being in that mm-hmm. group with you guys, but because mm-hmm. I don't have siblings, yeah, so I've never really Oof. had to like balance dynamics. And usually, right. I'm like, if Fran feels good, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> and I kind of have kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> they balance you out quick. <laughs> but with you guys, I love that we just are able because I've never mm-hmm. met such strong communicators. So it's like, wow, like. How fun. I can tell you, like, mm-hmm. I, and, and we'll, like, literally walk away from each other or someone will just go to the room and close the door. And you know, like, they just need to be in their home frequency. And yeah. there's no, no one takes it's no personal. personal. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, how you going to oh, walk off? Be, yeah, yeah. None of that. Or if you need to go boo up and talk to your partner <laughs> and not talk to us for the, <laughs> till the next day, we get it. That's the energy you need. Otherwise, that sword coming out. <laughs> <laughs> But I just think it's so sweet. Like, I, yeah, I just love that, 
like you said, it's not about us trying to be mm-hmm. the perfect friends, but us yeah. just being mindful. It's being friends. authentic, and I think a lot of people don't have real friends. That's, that's I mean, that's really what shit. it comes down to. Yeah, people don't have friends. For me, what a real friend is someone that's gonna call you out on your stuff, but love, not like, oh, I'm gonna make her feel like shit because I caught her off her game or whatever. A lot of people have that kind of friendship. Yeah. You know, or friendships that just don't even feel good. Yeah, people are and a lot like, of people you, are in you rela- don't feel good when you leave them. You're a like lot, that actually made me feel worse. Yeah, a lot of people are in a relationship with people they don't like. I'm yeah. like, why? I don't have people that I'm in a relationship with that I don't like. Yeah. And I mean I had to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more recent than I want to admit. If it's like <laughs> if you continually leave somebody's <laughs> presence and you don't feel good. Why? Yeah. For what? You know? Um, I don't... I'm, that's not my thing. And then there's the whole thing of, like, loyalty. Nah. And- <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, when you know oh, someone shit. for a long time, you make excuses. No, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to have that program. That's a program. I used to have that program, and I remember what it felt like, and it felt shitty. Yeah. It felt like... When what that how that program works is that when you need to end a friendship, you feel guilty. Right. I don't feel guilty. And that's that some people call that the sword. <laughs> I feel like this is good. Like we got all we needed. Yeah, like I was like, this is a good idea. Translation by Ashy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you even get into energy work? Because I don't even know if your base even knows, like, how you got started. Because you're so good at explaining it, helping people navigate it. Even not so much, like, telling people how to find their home frequency. But I think because you just speak with such accuracy, it's so easy to resonate with your words. Especially online. I think... That's what people always say the most when I see your tweets. They're like, how do you know how I'm feeling? Like, you always yeah. know how I'm feeling. I mean, I've, I was like, I remember just being a child that had a lot of, like, intuitive gifts. I was always really in tune. I always picked up on things. I always read energy um, when I was little. Obviously, I didn't re- refer to it that way or call it that. But I remember, like, knowing what people were feeling um, and I remember getting in trouble for it. I remember being a kid and saying, like, why don't you like that person? And getting in trouble because I would just say what I read, like, in someone's energy, you know? And I, you know, and then what happens is you get messages as a child that that's not okay. That whatever it is you're doing, don't do that. So what would happen is I would read people's energy, but I wouldn't talk about it. Mm. Um, and then, you know, at some point, you realize that that's a valuable gift. Um, and it just became a gift. Again, it was all my own personal thing of, like, learning how to navigate the world of, like, my gut tells me that person is saying something and it's not the truth. Like, I'm watching their body language and I'm watching what they're saying. It's not adding up. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading that. It just became a way for me to avoid pitfalls and then when I would share with other people what I was reading and their energy, people were like, wow. Like, you... And I would say to someone, it just seems like you're feeling this. And they would say, I didn't know how to articulate that, but that's exactly what I was feeling. 
So I realized at some point that that was, it's like, it was a thing. I was like, this is a thing. I'm I'm reading, you know, and then all the language of like energy, frequency, vibration, all that stuff came later. But I always knew stuff without knowing how I know mm. as a kid. I always also knew like when someone was going to call, I knew I would know when I was going to see something, see someone. I would have dreams of things before they would happen. Some people call this, you know, having like clairvoyant, psychic gifts, whatever. Um... I don't really, I don't prefer the word psychic. Um, I just think being sensitive to energy is actually something that we all have. But then most people just turned it off. Because it's a lot. Yeah, it, it can be a lot. If you don't like know how to. when you're mm-hmm. reading people's energy all Well, day. that's why I spent all those years working on my nervous system. Because when you, when you interact with a lot of energy, you read energy, your nervous system is like the antenna for that. Mm. So... Like, you know, why I say retired as an empath is because as an empath, you actually feel in your body what the other person's feeling. So I would be in a room with you, and if you were feeling something, I would feel it in my body, physical. No. And then I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to feel what other people are feeling in their body. I want to read it, but not not feel feel it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So then I changed the way that I would read energy. And and that's why I say retired as an empath because I don't actually merge with people's energy fields. So I stay feeling how I feel and I still can read accurately what other people... You know what I mean? I See, I guess energy. I need to learn that because I will... Inter- like, I'll take it in, mm-hmm. but what I am learning is to just take it out really quickly, you mm-hmm. know? So I can mm-hmm. get right back into Fran mode and not, mm-hmm. like, be brought down. If But there is a part of me that still feels the need to cater and I think that is where it's like I need to like let people be mm-hmm. in the mood that they're in. Like it's not my yeah. job because mm-hmm. you are down mm-hmm. to bring you up. Well, right. that's like I call that the empath curse because the the reason that that happens is because if you actually feel someone else's discomfort in your body, of course you want them to feel different because, because you don't want to feel shitty out. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, if I can make you feel better, I don't have to feel like that. Mm. Right. So you end up doing their work. You end up transmuting their energy. And a lot of empaths, you know, I talk about this online all the time openly. People are like, I'm an empath. I'm an empath. I'm like, actually, you just don't have good boundaries. (laughs) You just grew up in a family where you were the absorber of all of the garbage, all of the toxicity for your whole family. You've been doing it so long that it feels normal in your body. Somebody online said empath. You're like, that's me. I'm an empath. I'm like, no. Actually, maybe you're just used to trauma bonding. Mm. <laughs> and that feels normal. And you you think that's who you are. You think trauma bonding feels normal in your body. Because you don't know anything different because you've been doing it since you were in utero. When it's really a damn mama. shame. It really is. So that's why I was like, I quit. I'm like, I'm retired. I'm not an empath anymore. <laughs> I don't like that job. <laughs> you can keep I it. I need keep a raise it. and a promotion. You and know? you know, and you even mentioned, and it was a concept that I was like, ugh, were you talking about even in relationships, like when you think you're in love, a lot of the time you're saying that that's your energy reflected. Like it's more so you like mm-hmm. how you feel when you're mm-hmm. in love. It's not necessarily the mm-hmm. person. Well, yeah, when you're in love, in terms of like, you know, being an energy worker, What's happening in the body when you're in love is that you're feeling your own energy. 
that's what it is. You you attribute it to the other person because it's normal to think like, okay, I'm with this person and I get this feeling. So they must be the one giving it to me. (laughs) Asante's face. I'm going to let you finish it. I got something I want to ask. When actually all you're feeling is you giving yourself permission to be loved. You're giving yourself permission to just be yourself and to feel your own energy, right? And you thinking the other person is magical and making you feel a certain way. And this the whole time, it's just you. When I realized that, I was like, oh, I don't need anybody. <laughs> like, this is all me. It's all me. I was like, and I realized I was like, my favorite energy to feel is mine. Amen. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> like, I was like... Wow, that's my favorite energy to feel is my own energy. How do I get more of that without like needing it? And to that's be based? you. Let, to come back around to your question, how'd you get into energy work? I was like, how do I get more of my energy? Mm. How do wow. I stop leaking my energy to people? How do I? And everything, every single thing, I taught myself energy work. Like I, it was intuitive. Right. I just felt, and I'm always playing with my energy. And I just felt what worked, and I created a system, wow. and then started teaching it. Man, that's amazing. <laughs> that I'm only because about the love chat. Yes, only because I'm thinking like you know how good you feel. You'd be so high, and then it's like yeah. you're actually yes. high off your own supply. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what I like about kicking it with people mm-hmm. and having moments and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That we love a moment. Yeah, and and it's more of that energy I feel like than chemistry for me a lot of the mm. time because sometimes it's like cool to like be out and like the experience of getting to know someone and you're not mm. and for me I'm realizing sometimes it's the experience of getting to know anyone this <laughs> one just happens to be someone attractive that I want to be out with you know what I'm saying yeah. so then I think to myself like yeah that was fun but I do still like to go home and be by myself yep. so it's, yep. I just do like that energy mm-hmm. of being out and about and being with someone but I don't necessarily want someone Anything. or it's anyone it's just energy exchange like I you always, like you in that yeah. sense yes. and, and yes. why I think I'll be we, liking them why <laughs> wait no I was gonna say why I, I think I we like certain because then the question becomes like well, why do we feel good with certain people and not other people if it's our energy because resonance Mm, you know what they I'm like saying? Their energy, you like yours, and y'all right? doing it and together. And, they're, and the thing about resonance is that if you understand what resonance is, it's the idea that like if there's one tuning fork that's vibrating, and the other tuning fork has the same frequency, the other tuning fork will just start vibrating. Mm. That's what resonance is. It's one tuning fork that has one frequency, and another tuning fork that has the same frequency. If you hit one, the sound vibrations travel. And the other one starts moving. So think about that. Just if cause. I have love in me, you have love in you, and I'm vibrating at love, you can resonate with that. But it's already in you. It's still you, though. That's the thing. It's just reflecting. The reason we like certain people is because they reflect something in us that resonates. Mm. That's that, that we're that's, already feeling. That we already it's have. Like they're a reminder, not they're a reminder. so much. Yeah. Or they're a, a catalyst. So sometimes you say somebody gave you an activation, someone's a catalyst, someone is a muse. These are all terms that are energy terms for people that turn us on energetically. 
literally, literally turn us on. Literally turn us on. So like back to the tuning fork, right? <laughs> no, because this makes sense. Everything yes. I'm telling you how you dropping gems. Yes, you are. So like how the tuning fork, you can hit one, and if another one has the same frequency, it starts mm-hmm. moving. Right. right. Oh, Just based I'm off afraid of, that. of where this is no, going. This, I'm ready. It all makes Get, sense. Hit me with it. You know how you're in the club, right? <laughs> you see somebody you like, or you know, however it goes, and like if you're dancing and they're not. You might start, you know, moving yeah. to the beat or whatever when you see them. Or if they dancing and you not, they start moving and enticing you. And y'all activate you. each other. Yes. Boom. You know what that is? No, yeah, we're apparently gonna, you're now, tuning for it. This, I, love, I, love, no, I love that you set this up like that. Uh-huh. Because they're, think about it, though. What What is the specific tuning fork that that's hitting? The sexual sexual chakra. It's it's activating. <laughs> it's activating a specific energy that's Very in you, which specific. is your sexual energy. Mm-hmm. That's real. But here's the thing I want to say about that. When you learn that when someone activates your sexual energy, you don't have to have sex with them. Right. Like it's really when it's a game changer. When you're like, wow, that turned on my sexual energy, and that is not about needing to have sex with that person. That's about yeah, now like that I'm going to take that. that energy and I'm going to create something with it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to turn now that I'm turned on, I'm going to create something I want. Then you're really in the higher level of energy. work. Now, this is energy work I like to talk about, which is about sacred sexuality. And it's about using your sexual energy to create. Were we not just talking about that? This has been coming up. We literally this has been mm-hmm. coming up when we were talking, literally coming up. Uh, hours, hours. Well, not literally coming up <laughs> from what the way you trying to right, tell well, it. Actually, no. Okay, right. <laughs> and think about it. I mean, because a lot of people talk about energy, energy work, and they don't want to talk about sexual energy. It's strange it's so, to me. It's so great. It's like it's like yes, heart energy, third eye energy, throat energy. All, but your sexual energy and me and Fran have this in common. We have a lot of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. We both have like <laughs> our sexual energy center is very active, like a, like the sun. But you see how we create Trina, in the world. I got an ass so big like the sun. <laughs> That's a Trina song. Go ahead. But we we both have a lot of heart energy and we both have a lot of sexual energy. Even though again, she's more earth and whatever. It shows up in how we create Ooh, in yes. the world. Mm. That's the thing. When you direct that sexual energy to create a thing, because sexual energy obviously gives life, whether it be you create a baby or whatever, or it's a what project, you create. Or a dream. So some people are like, you use your sexual energy to create? I'm like, yeah, that's why my creations are so good. Dude, we just, we, where were we? <laughs> we're in, in the cab. They feel them. They're juicy, too. They're juicy. Like, oh, yeah, we yeah. were at the bar, at the hotel yes. bar, and our manager, was, our tour manager yes. was like, I can't believe you haven't had sex in two and a half years. She was like, I would kill myself. <laughs> and I told her, as crazy as it sounds, I still feel very fulfilled mm-hmm. because I just turned that sexual energy on its head and created the tour. Fran, this was my dinner conversation before I came here. We created the hell this out dinner, of this tour. Because I was celibate for a year and that was when my creativity, my creations took off. And my friend I was with was like, but what were you doing? And I actually broke down the specific the way that I was doing it to her. Please do so again. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so did you use coconut oil or not? Celibacy keeps coming up, but I can't, like, mm-hmm. I can't, for, for me personally. The thing about celibacy mm-hmm. is that it has to click. 
I, I yeah, know, I know, and, and that's to, and that's what I'm saying. I, like well, that. I know it can't be. <laughs> I know it can't be for. So that's what I'm trying to like. You see, I ain't said shit. Because <laughs> if not now or today or tomorrow, because definitely not. Just a fly on the wall. Just one day I want to envision what it might could mm-hmm. look like for me. So that's why when people talk about it, I'm so interested in hearing because it might yeah. not be your experience, but one day something might click for me to be like, oh, you know what? All right, I'm going to write this out. Yeah, because yeah. people Actually, have been telling wouldn't. me about <laughs> people, Detour. people have been telling me, you know, like look at Maya. She's been celibate. Mm-hmm. I think it's going on six years. Yeah, which is insane. But in those six years, she relocated to California. Wow. She has a sick-ass crib. She has the car she wanted. She's taking care of her mom completely. Like, her mom retired and doesn't have to worry about finances. And Maya is... Mm. She looks great. Her body's completely Mm -hmm. transformed. So she's taking all that energy and created the life that she wanted. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is that like, uh, here, here's the thing I'll say about that. You can do that with while someone. having sex. Oh, absolutely. You, you can do that. <laughs> I got you. Thank I got God. you. I got you. But I think Actually, it's if I was you worried know. for a while. I was like, shit. But I think you I have wonder. to know how to do it. That's because the problem the with that's me was that I get consumed that's the by sex. I needed a moment you know, to be able to feel what I felt like when no one else's energy was Boom. in me. Home frequency training. Yeah, it was like I <laughs> nailed it. Like, I was like, I got it. Now I can bring anybody's energy in and I'm not going to get lost. I would get lost in relationships. I would, my, I would be like, is that, <laughs> I would be like, is that my energy or is that your energy? And I was enmeshed energetically and I was totally just absorbing and I couldn't tell the difference. And I would be like, is that how I feel or is that how that person feels? And I needed to like wipe that all out. I that's needed a exactly, reboot. I needed exactly. a complete reboot to start this video game over. I was like, I need to, I need my avatar, my character in the video game <laughs> needs a lot of different new yeah. things. And I got to clear out all my past. I got to get Amen. rid of the patterns, the programs, mm. whatever. And in order to do that, I need all my energy. I was like, I, nobody's not getting shit. And that's like, the thing, like, celibacy <laughs> and abstinence for me wasn't even about the sex. No, it wasn't It was the just sex. that Fran doesn't know how to have sex and be okay. I yeah, literally no, no. didn't know how to have it be a part of my life yeah. and have a relationship mm-hmm. and not, like, what you say enmeshment problems mm-hmm. where it's like totally this sex thing in person don't have to be your everything like you mm-hmm. can yeah you can succeed and you can know when to be like i have a trip and i'm leaving because you know what it is i would dumb down a lot of the things i should have been doing because mm-hmm. i would get caught up in wanting mm-hmm. to feel you know like you let's say if you have a tour i might not have done as many stops because mm-hmm. i wanted to like mm-hmm. Consider and you this remember, person. Fran, before I went celibate, the issue was that my partner was not, not really supportive of me traveling. Yeah, like, exactly. my partner wanted me to be, like, you know, just kind of stay at home, wifey type. And I was like, I don't know. And, and there was a part of me that was like, that's an okay idea. But yeah, I was like, like I but I think it. I like the idea because you gave it to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't actually think I well, want that idea. You know? Mine, and I was yeah. like, but I can't tell the difference. So I needed a year of completely clearing out everyone, what everyone else needed me to be in my body. That's exactly right. So I that do. I could hear my own intuition so strong that no matter who I was in a relationship with after that, I was never going to get confused. Uh, so I just needed a year to completely deprogram. Um, and to get clear and then it just co- completely coincided with us 
starting to create like crazy. And then I created an online school. And then I created my first healing center. And just started creating more and more than I ever, ever imagined. Faster, too. Like, my manifestations would just be fast. Right. I was like, wow. And then I, I did get to a point where I was like, damn, this shit's kind of better than sex. <laughs> and I was like, I can create whatever um, I want. Um, but no, but listen, but listen, I'm going to tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you why. Because I feel like the type of sex I was having, I was like... I just was like tapped out on it when I started having sex again mm-hmm. with this with this everything, frequency. Everything was different. Let me tell you, because when you're because that wait. the difference is I'm the gonna tell you I'm gonna down. tell you the difference. The difference was you had a waterfall behind you now with butterflies. <laughs> shit. You got you know, you feel me? Happening. You feel because me? You took the exactly. time to manifest. Took the time, it. and I was the what I what what who I was before in sex was I was not in my power. I wasn't as, like, tuned into my sexual energy. I wasn't yes. tuned into my needs. I wasn't it, sure how to tell, like, what I like. <laughs> Damn it, Haas. Of, after that break, I mean, when I tell you I was clear as day. Like, I was clear. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know how to ask for it. I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like, smells like. It was, And then that's what showed up. Listen. It was precise. It was like literally, you know, it was like sharpening my weapons like that. So that it's like, it's precise. When I send out a frequency of what I want to show up, it comes back. It's on the money every time. You know, that's for me the power of like taking a break from everything else to get clear. So that when you step back into the video game, you're like whole new game. Whole new game now. That's exactly how I feel. Like I'm gen. When I tell you, I'm, I'm ready excited. for you to have sex. Though. Ooh, girl, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm ready for you. No, but when I, I tell feel you, like the level up. That's I know because I've been there. The level up that's gonna come after. It's like when you come home from being on vacation. Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm about to experience that because baby, I was in there folding and everything before I left. I was like, I'm gonna come home to these fresh sheets and this pillow. <laughs> That's totally. literally it's how like I, feel. I have like, a. I'm I, excited about the next it, person. It's like I have a cleaning lady. They're getting a version of Fran that no one Nobody has ever got. It's so seen. new. Do you know what that means? It's so because new. think of how the versions that the other guys have seen were, was pretty fucking dope. Still, absolutely. And no, I still I, was a mess. I still was mm-hmm. a mess, and I was. Still I wouldn't dope. say a so mess, but you weren't your clear. Uh, you weren't your full, hundred percent authentic, authentic self. empowered self. Right, like now. You aren't your ma- I'm. I feel like I'm in mastery of myself. Boom. You know, and I feel like that's just that's real. A great, beautiful and, place and to be. And I'm. I'm in mastery of myself, and I'm expanding. I'm expanding from a place of already mastering my frequency of who I am in this world, and I'm expanding and getting bigger. Yeah, that's my problem too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because think about if you get bigger from a place of you're not even who Damn you really are. Right. You know, like think about that. Like, but that's why these celebs and people who become highly visible, they get so run down lost. because and they, they weren't in the space of clarity when the expansion got to that level. Totally, they got big from a place that wasn't authentic to them. And then they get stuck there because people are like, uh, no, then they have to keep it up. You are. Because they've created all the like success in the video game. Your avatar around got that. famous. Your avatar. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's real. That's it's your line. Yeah, man. it is rough. But it, you see, and you see mental illness happen because of it. Right. Mm. You see people you have break to down. You see you people break down. You see people. You see people go through that. That that I got everything I thought I wanted, and I'm not happy. Mm. And you see how different people work in that. <laughs> Some people try to play it off, and they're like, "I'm just gonna ride it out." And some people have a breakdown. They have a breakdown because they got everything they thought. They checked off all the checks that they thought was going to be everything they want, and they don't feel it. And they're like, where the fuck did I mess up? Like Cisco's incomplete. (laughs) All of the money, all the expensive cars, and he still wasn't right. (laughs) And the thing that people don't realize about... That you talked about, <laughs> I'm like trying to keep it going. You talked about trying to not sing the, the rest state, of the, words. the state that your brain even has to be in for mm. you to manifest things, for you to dream mm-hmm. and channel. Mm-hmm. You have to actually be in a state of leisure, and I think yeah. people don't realize that. That's the alpha brainwave state. Like, yeah, like the thing about most people. To, uh, we can go into that for a minute. The thing about most people, most people are operating in the beta state, which is like you're just you're literally like in the program of just like getting up, brushing your teeth, auto robot mm-hmm. like mode. You're not in a creative mode. You're not in the, any you're not growing. You're just an autopilot. Just autopilot. That's literally the brainwave frequency of autopilot. And um, to get to that brainwave frequency that they associate with genius and like athletes and people who, you know, people who channel and people who are just like bringing in creative ideas all the time, they can measure the brainwave frequencies. It's called the alpha brainwave state. And it's associated with being in that state of of restoring, restoration. You know what I mean? So like that whole mode of, grinding and working hard you know i you know me i don't believe in working hard like you she know always says that i don't believe in working it hard triggers mm-hmm. people she's so like much. i don't believe in working hard but it is it has to do with understanding the brain waves you know when you're in that state where you're in the alpha state and you're relaxed then you're going to get the idea that your mind's been trying to send to you the whole time that's like the answer to the it's like that's how that's what an aha moment is when you have the opportunity to receive the impulse that's either the next idea or the solution to the problem that you had or the answer to the question that you had. Or like you call it the breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs, the, the next step. thing. People are always like, well, where do your ideas come from? And I'm like, it's just channeled. Like, you know what I mean? It comes from being in that brainwave frequency where ideas fall out of the sky to you. You know, and that's why I say anybody can do it. Just most people are running their their brain and their body and their nervous system in a way they're all out of whack. Well, most people's stress levels are too high, super mm. high for those cha- for those like can't even to it. even come in. They're in fight or flight. Most people right. are operating in fight or flight or freeze mode, and when you're in that mode, you know the part of the brain that's lighting up is survival. Mm. It's not the part of the brain where creative ideas even come from. No. That part of the brain turns off. Damn. Because you need your energy to fight. And this is why you have to be mindful of the energy currency. Because mm-hmm. you're literally turning off the light on the room that you need to be in. Yeah. Did you know that the product you use to manage your period can sometimes make issues like cramps and bloating worse? Damn. Well, today's sponsor, Flex, is a life-changing new product that completely replaces tampons, pads, and menstrual cups and gives you the most comfortable period of your life. 
Flex can be worn for 12 hours. It's easy to change on the go and allows you to live life like you're not even on your period. It's not a tampon or a cup. It's a flexible disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's a truly innovative product that can relieve cramping, works against leaks, odor, and irritation. And most importantly, it allows for mess-free period sex. Flex is completely body safe. It's FDA registered, hypoallergenic, and made without BPA, latex, or silicone. And it's the only internally worn product that's not linked to TSS. Well, amen. Right? Well, I remember I told you they sent me a box. Yes. Remember I said when it arrived to my house, I was like, what is this box? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I didn't let's, know that it was coming. Okay, so let's talk about this box. What color is the product? It's black. Well, the box is black, so it's super sleek and sexy. And then you open it, and it's all these black little bags. And oh, I was nice. like, what is this? Now, Luckily, are they little black, Are they little black plastic bags? Or are they yeah. little black? Okay, I was going to say, they little But it's super sleek bags. and, like, sexy. And so... You use the disc, and like I said, what I love the most about this brand is that they have their own YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, So if you have right. any questions about the fit, the size, how to insert it, how to remove it, um, how long you can wear it, and most importantly, you guys know how the YouTube comment section gets down. Oh, my gosh, So if a product yes. didn't work, trust and believe the YouTube channel would let you know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think a product that isn't worth like worthy would even try to be on a YouTube channel. So that should tell you everything. And you can read the comments and see how people feel about it. And for the most part, people are really, really enjoying FlexFits. I will see why. Okay. Right? It works. I think it's just great that they respect everybody's privacy at this time <laughs> by using that black, unassuming packaging. Yes. It's the little details like that that let you know people care about their customer. Right. That's your business, whether the flex fits or not. Okay. <laughs> and they just put it in black, unassuming packaging and even in the personal space because they could have had it all over that. But they didn't. And you know we love design elements. Yes, we do. That's a big All part about of that. packaging and whether we want to keep using it. So thank you, Flex Fits. I'm definitely a huge fan. It's time to have the most comfortable period of your life. Go to IHateTampons.com now and use promo code FRIENDZONE to get an additional 30% off of your first purchase. That's promo code FRIENDZONE at IHateTampons.com for 30% off Flex. I, I hate, hate tampons. tampons. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the things that you're discussing are things that I feel like I've learned, like little droplets from Fran for mm -hmm. when we first started the show. Because when I used to work at the restaurant, right. like I used to have to like argue with myself, like, okay, are you going to get in arguments with your coworkers, the kitchen staff, and all that, and let that take away from how you're going to handle mm -hmm. your tables, or are you just going to ignore that shit and keep it moving? And like mm -hmm. these were like little battles I have with, have with myself mm -hmm. every day. And then to like even think about meditation and taking those like moments to myself and those like moments of quiet in a chaotic restaurant, those moments were so like meaningful because they allowed me to stop and say, these are your next few processes. So when you talk about like Amen. celibacy and all this stuff like mm -hmm. that, I'm like, this shit all clicks. He's like, like for real, maybe for real. they know what they're talking about, right? <laughs> but like, imagine, might be like, on a um, imagine like you said, those little battles. Imagine if like you had worked out all the little battles in your life. Like, all, if you could write down on a list, here's all the battles that I tend to have every day with people and just see them. And then imagine what your life would be like if you didn't have any of those battles. That's energy work. The, the gap in between that thing to the other thing, that's, what, that's energy work. And the reason energy work is important is because it's not the same thing as manual labor 
right? Mm -hmm. It's an internal thing. But it's the internal thing that affects any of the other work you do. If you don't do the internal thing first, you are working hard because you actually don't, you're not in tune. So you're working hard to compensate for your energy being all fucked up. <laughs> that, that's what working hard is. It's overcompensating for the fact that where your energy is, you're not going to be able to finish the race. So you're pushing yourself with willpower or with your mind or like you're like, I got to fight my way through. But you, that's not how you want to feel when you could change the way you're running your energy or how you're spending your energy currency. And then you're like, oh, I actually don't have to work that hard because my energy is actually doing the work. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm not in a state of putting out fires it, when you feel it, when you <laughs> when you live your life that you're constantly putting out fires Oof. that that's not mm -mm, you're like that's, that's the you can't you can't thrive not at all no absolutely so you know because we're at the benchmark and i'm applying all this person to my own life you know yes. like, selfishly no um, that's why we're here man went from working harder and then decided I wanted to work smarter in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, Low-end restaurants, busy, but not as much money. Whereas a higher-end restaurant, mm -hmm. you make a lot more money, but you do less because you have more mm -hmm. support, more stuff mm -hmm. like that. So as I started to move up in those levels, a lot of that made me realize like, well, damn, if I can do this, like, I can also look at the guy that manages the restaurant. And then I can also mm -hmm. look at the guys that actually own the restaurant groups. Like, mm -hmm. those things are the things that kind of made me kind of, like, widen and broaden, like, my perspective. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about energy, I looked at those people and, like, the things that, that they do. Mm -hmm. And when a lot of them talked about meditation and things, those, those basic things, I was like, mm -hmm. well, damn, you know, y'all got all this money. So, of course, you can just afford to not have to do a whole lot. And then I was realizing, well, part of this leisure has mm -hmm. to be part of, like... People always playing damn golf, but they playing golf, <laughs> having business conference calls and still closing deals Maybe and making money. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, I think about leisure, like, when we were on this boat, the whole time we were out there, uh, yeah. Fury's manager, she's still doing conference calls and business stuff mm. like that. She's like, you know, we're talking about going mm -hmm. to, you know, activities for the day, but I'm still thinking about when we get back, you know, shipping out these orders mm -hmm. and da -da -da. And I'm like, damn, this, like, there has to be a lot to being able mm -hmm. to finesse and juggle this stuff. And not that she did it easy, but like, you know, some you guys make certain things look easy. Like you doing your whole tour, still showing up mm -hmm. on Tuesdays, like traveling every weekend. It's like still doing four loads of laundry. Mm -hmm. You still you still <laughs> manage to somehow make it look easy. Like uh -huh. you don't come like I felt bad on this trip. Somebody took my damn iPhone cable. And for the rest of Aww. like for the re like a day and a half, two days, I was salty. I didn't know how to not be like, <laughs> all right. Like I didn't even say like I already ordered another cable and everything, and yeah. I, I couldn't even say I ordered another cable. So let me get back on my game. I was just moping just and salty. salty. Well, there's and more techniques. There's like I know we're kind of talking about energy work in a real general way, but there's the, our whole tour this year was, you know, my part anyway was teaching the more specific techniques. Like okay, you had that experience. What do I do to not let that take over my whole trip there's things you there's a ton of things you could do in the moment to be like i'm gonna address this now and not let this get too and far get, and get it out of and my like, body get it out of your body and you know i talk a lot in my work about trapped emotions when we push the emotions down they stay in the body you know and that's the thing it's not about trapping them or pushing or suppressing things it's about finding a healthy way to express or release them so that you could have an experience like that and go on with your day. Right. Without it Which is why on our over. tour, when I'm mad, I'll just say it. 
Yeah. It yeah. helps me. So saying it because is one thing. Because if I thing. don't, I'll just like harbor it. And then mm-hmm. I'll probably snap at you later and you'll be like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with whatever just happened. But yeah, but I, I also, would carry it, you know. And so I, what helped me was like, if I'm mad, I just have to tell you. Like, I just mm-hmm. have to say it, you guys. Like, this is the thing that that is making me feel this way and I need to just like handle mm-hmm. it right now. And I, I think like it's important to kind of, um, you know, and again, it's like, a, it's like an intuitive thing to kind of feel in the moment like, I have this feeling, I'm feeling anger towards this person or whatever, is the way that I want to work through it to say it or... Right, because that might not be your medicine. Right. Like but for me, may, I need to be more vocal. Yeah, so, so like, like what it, it always depends on what you're working on. It's not one thing, but saying it is one thing. Aromatherapy is another thing. Mm-hmm. Like I will name EFT is one of my favorite techniques to teach people. It's called emotional freedom technique. It's about getting your emotions out in a healthy way. It's one of the things we teach on the tour. So, and there's so many more. There's so many more energy modalities that help you to be free of living your life in a way where you're constantly triggered and you don't know what to do with it. That's mm-hmm. really what energy mm-hmm. work is, you know? To be like, how do I manage things that come up in life? Because it's going to happen. You know, when you do when you do energy work and you like, in your home frequency and all that, it doesn't mean stuff doesn't still happen. Like, right. everybody still New stuff York City, still happens. Shit's always going to happen. It's going to happen, <laughs> you know? What do you do with it from there? It's For me, it's all about responding, not reacting. And when you are understanding that what a reaction is, it's when the program's controlling you is when you react. When you have that moment to pause and when say... When the CPU player take over the game. Yeah, <laughs> Totally. It's like when you have that moment of like, okay, instead of reacting, I'm going to respond like this and I'm going to break the circuitry in my own brain of how I normally respond to this thing. Each time you do that, you train yourself that that's not going to be your pattern anymore. And I and I love that you were saying that when you were on the boat, you were feeling this feeling. I always tell people, memorize that feeling. Because you don't know how many other things the universe can bring to you that resonate with that. Right? But there's so many more. There's so many more because that's your home frequency. So I'm like, if you memorize your home frequency, the universe is going to hook you up with many, many different versions of feeling like that that you couldn't even have thought of. Super superficial. <laughs> this coat right behind you. I just bought this Is on that Black... feeling? I, yes. <laughs> I, I just bought it on Black Friday. And normally, I'm mm-hmm. a person... I, when I, I just got to buy something. I don't really know. Fu- fashion, function. Mm-hmm. I ain't really that kid. I wish I was. I seen that. I put it on. I was like, oh, this is yellow. Like, I like this. Like, <laughs> it was just something about the way that it made me feel. And I'm yeah. a person, I don't really like to spend a whole lot of money, even if I have it. But it was on. it was a good price, too. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Oh damn! Like I think this is mm-hmm. the one that that was the same feeling, but in a different kind of way that I felt on the boat. Yeah, like after I got that, it was like this kind of like That's exciting. Not superficial. Well, it was it's superficial because you know people might hear like, oh, he right, bought a damn coat. That, no, yeah. listen, I mean, me and house be shopping. listen. I like you know I'm gonna tell you like when I you know because I was born in North Africa, my ancestors are from there, but I didn't grow up there. When I started going to like Morocco, Tunisia, and everything, and seeing like it's blinged out like it's (laughs) rugs on rugs on rugs on rugs and tapestry and you see it's like pillows and plush everything's loungy tea like i was like this is my ancestors 
sequins. I, I was sure, like, they might wow, be mine too. This is like, I was like, <laughs> I make sense to myself, you know? And I was like, and this isn't, this is all part of curating how you want to feel. Mm. You know what I mean? And the thing is, you, you we asked, like, is your home important? Absolutely. Because your home is how you're going to master that frequency. You know, like your home is you're going to amplify that so that when you go out in the world, you can bring that energy mm. with you in a strong way. It's the start and the end of your day. Waking up in a room that you wake up and you're like, this is exactly the how room I want to be in. It's an extension of your body. Your your house is an extension of your body. I don't know anything about energy work, right? <laughs> but I swear to God, I think I mastered that. Um, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like for, I know I'm, I'm like waiting for the joke. <laughs> but I really do feel like I I really do think that without even knowing it, mm-hmm. I I memorized not mastered. I mm-hmm. memorized what that um, where you said like what your home frequency mm-hmm. is. I did that and didn't even realize that's yeah. what I was doing. Well, that's the thing. Like, people think energy work is this, like, really difficult thing to grasp. But it's intuitive, it's yeah. It's not. It's just what you do with your energy, like, and how you want to use your energy. Like, and you, it's it's very easy to do energy work without knowing. I didn't even know. <laughs> and I mean, but remember, you used to tell me that all the time. Like, a yeah. lot of metaphysical concepts mm-hmm. I would be telling you. And you'd yeah. be like, oh, I that's like, this, I that, love... and the other. And I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> like, I, I love know. how you talk about things. Because I was like, there's a name for that or whatever. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I didn't start with knowing the names for things. Right. I or, only... like, even having the language. I didn't have the of... language. I started with feeling things and experiencing things. And I was like, I got to be able to talk about this. So that is what when it inspired me to want to have language where I can talk about it. And then when I started working with people privately, I would talk about things in metaphors and I would talk about things in certain terminology. Like there's a terminology, there's a term that I create. I create a lot of terms mm-hmm. that make sense to me. I put them out online. It's interesting to see what happens with them. But I use a term, for example, called training wheels. If you know you're oh, yeah. dating someone that's training wheels, right? <laughs> For the right relationship. So when I say that, you know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. So it's I'm talking about an energetic dynamic that when I say it, it makes sense to you. So for me, my energy work has been, you know, or the way that I teach it has been me finding words that when I tell someone that, they know the feeling that I'm talking about. So that's how a lot of the languaging came, but it was um it wasn't like it wasn't like I was like, let me read a book on energy work and become an energy worker. <laughs> like it was never it was literally I mean, you know my story. I was actually working selling insurance, which everyone th- is just the funniest story because I was selling insurance and I was doing I was doing you the, were so over. I it. was doing the thing of like, well, you know, I have to be like responsible and I need a 401k and I need, <laughs> I was doing that thing, you know, cause I, th- you think that's what you're supposed to do yeah. and the universe had other plans. I got fired <laughs> and you know, when I got fired, I remember I didn't want to tell anybody and my friend was like, why don't let's go on a hike. And I was like, I can't go on a hike. I got to look for a job. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Some told me just go on a hike. We go on a hike and she, at the time, was a friend who was running a nonprofit organization. And she just randomly said, I just got more money for a grant. And I wish I could steal you from your job. 
<laughs> because I have a position that will be perfect for you. And you're like, well, get, I was like, you're, in you're lying. Wow. I was like, you're lying. You're lying. She, I was like, I just got fired. She was like, well, you're hired. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you went on because the hike. my because energy was on in that. My energy was chill. I was relaxing. I wasn't stressing. If I had tried to look for a job from that energy that I was in, I would have found panic. another shitty job. Yeah. Yes. I would have found another job in that same energy of bullshit. But thankfully, I was close enough to like mastering my home frequency before I even knew that was a thing. That when I just let myself chill, it came to me. That's real as hell. For That's real. really That's what happened. Real That's my story of how it. I became an energy worker. That's not like and and I and then actually what I said at that time is I was like, you know what I really feel like? I feel like I need to give more time to my own personal stuff. Because I started doing resonance, I had started blogging. I ha- I wasn't doing it full time. I was just doing it for fun, part time. But something told me that I need to give a little bit more dedication and time. I said. What about me working part-time? So I worked part-time there until my thing took off. That's how it happened. And then the next iteration was, I was like, all right, I'm doing resonance. I'm selling these kits every month. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, online, I'm blogging, da, da, da. And I was like, I knew I was going to do retreats. And I was just remembering, I was like, I want my next job to feel like being at the beach. <laughs> That's what I felt. I was like, I don't want my next job to feel like being at the beach. And my other saying was, I want to get paid to be me. I want to get paid to be myself. And I don't know what job that is, but bring that to me. (laughs) I don't know the name of that job or what certificate I need for it. I just know that I want to get paid to be me. Fran hits me up. called house. I was like, like, yo. Do you want to lead a retreat (laughs) in Dominican Republic where we take the women to a beach? And I was like. And house is like, shut I was like, come on. This is too much. (laughs) That's when I was like, this video game shit is real. (laughs) This shit keeps happening. That I like say I want something and it fucking comes. I was that's that's when I knew I was onto something. And it's the accuracy. That's when I I knew I was I was like, what and that's when I was like, what am I doing? And I was like, it's not that I'm doing anything, it's my energy. It's clear. It's my energy, it's clear of the bullshit. Woo. It's clear of the (laughs) shitty relationships. It's clear of the nonsense. And it, and then let me know when you are in that place, your energy is very strong and powerful. And it's like you're beaming out a fucking telegram to the universe, like, get to work bringing me this next job. <laughs> I don't want to go out and look for it. I want to be in the forest and have it come to me. That's what you do. That's what can happen when your energy is focused, yeah. it's clear, you're broadcasting clear. And that is the... That is, at the end of the day, that's the benefit of not getting caught up in all of the external nonsense. And that's so real because people, you know, people will leave comments like with our tour, the beautiful locations we're in. Like we're hiking in Sedona and people are like, you live a dream life. And it's like, it's not so much that it's a dream life. It's more so that that's how I prefer to feel. Mm-hmm. And so I've mm-hmm. created and designed a life mm-hmm. and a year and a month and a week and a day where it has to be that way. And it's also like another level of that is that when you're 
feeling that way, like what I was saying more to you. More ideas come because I'm so happy. More ideas come, but also you feel drawn to go do a thing that matches your energy. Mm. So when people see our picture in Sedona, they're like, it's, but it's us. It's our energy. The reason you're feeling this picture is because our energy matches the place. Right. You People are always <laughs> like, don't you love traveling? I'm like, yeah, because it's my energy that's going. Right. So I know when I go to a place, <laughs> I'm going to have the experience that's a match to what I like. And it's not going to be hard. And I'm not going to have to have it all figured out beforehand. I'm going to know in the moment, you know what I want to do right now? I want to go on this. I want to go on this ride. I want to try to go here. And I'm going to follow the breadcrumbs. I'm going to follow my intuition. I'm going to know in the moment what I need to know. And I don't have to stress about figuring life out ahead of time. I don't need a plan for five years from now or whatever. I know I can show up. My energy is going to create for itself. And I trust that. Because you always make room for that, most mm-hmm. importantly. And then the last thing before we get out of here <laughs> is the no playing small thing, which yeah. I think is a big one. And even on our tour, it, um, when we were in, I think it was in Sedona, mind you, we have a budget, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for our, like, even if we need a shuttle or whatever, like the budget is to cover and cater to whatever it is that we need so that we can be as comfortable as possible. That's why I worked as hard as I could to give us enough cushion. So not only are we doing the work we want, but we're also enjoying it while we do it. Yes. And so our assistant, our tour assistant needed a shuttle. And I told her, get the shuttle, you know, Mm. get the one that you need. Um, the as she just started staying with us for the last couple stops or for the earlier stops she used to stay separately and i would tell her you know get the airbnb that you want and i noticed that she even Mm -hmm. with it with a budget where i'm literally not telling her like i never said you have to spend a hundred or under i never gave her none of that i just said get the one you want she would always get like the cheapest one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or she got the shuttle that like We had to drop her off an hour somewhere. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, why do you do that? Why Mm -hmm. did you pick the cheapest one? And she's like, well, because I just didn't want to, like, take advantage. And I'm like, but I never gave you a budget. Yeah. I said, get the one you want. You literally chose to make it difficult for yourself. Mm -hmm. You chose Mm -hmm. the shuttle. There were three options. She chose the cheapest one that was the hardest route. Mm. As opposed to the shuttle that would have picked her up right in front of the door. (laughs) taking her straight to the airport or the airbnb where she's not staying in someone's room she has the whole place to herself and she was just like i guess i just i didn't want to take up space and that's what she said Mm -hmm. to me and i was like but i never Mm -hmm. told you not to Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that for me makes me think about the fact that um you know my oracle i have you know obviously you know my oracle i've been working with the same woman for many years to like help me fine tune my energy like so just like how I can help other people I need someone to be able to be like here's where you are off you know yeah um she told me you know um however long ago she was like your energy is still way too close to your body she's like the how big you are your energy energy should be about 35 40 feet out and I was like, wow, that doesn't feel like it. In my mind, I was like, no, I'm smaller than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like ener- energetically, I was like, no, I have to be small so that nobody feels threatened or intimidated or whatever. 
But it it's all those programs that are running that have told you be small, be small, be small, or that you're problematic or whatever. Or, that you're or you a don't want to Yeah, you don't be a burden or you don't wanna be and that's where the personality plays into all of these things. And that's where the personality can distort your energy, your soul, because your soul doesn't feel that way. Right. Right. The true not. self, we talked about true self. That's the personality. That's when the character in the video game is running things. <laughs> that's when the character in the video game is like too in charge. So when, when someone tells you that, when the energy worker tells you that, you know, what I always do is I say, let me just try it. Let me just try a different way and see how it feels and see what comes up when I do it. And the more I would start to like expand my energy out more, I was like, oh, this feels right. I, like I can feel how like you know I'm I've grown a lot and I've grown into things and it's okay to take up that much space in the world and not only is it okay but it's time like it's it's time for you to be able to be where you're at. Mm-hmm. I've done the work, you know what I mean. Like I've I've done I've been doing like internal work on myself for. 12 years now you know like taking accountability for my ancestral shit my family stuff things that happened to me all of that just being accountable for like no matter what's happened to me I'm in charge of who I am in the world I've been doing that for a long time and I've grown and that's that's what it is and it's okay to be that big and to do that and what happens is when your energy is the right size your life reflects that. Your life makes sense. Like other people, you meet other people and you can tell that person's got big energy too, but you appreciate, remember how we had someone at the retreat and you were like, what? we were just like, what is it about that person's energy? And I said, they're not comfortable with how, how, right. You know, when people feel like they're too she much, even like mm. hold, yeah. she, she can't even hold her own energy. She's spilling it out on us and we feel like she's too much. But if she could figure out how to move, run her energy properly, it wouldn't have to feel like that. So, again, that's all just to say, like, running your energy in the right way is everything. It's really, it's just what makes the difference in how you feel um, in the world. And the only thing that I will say is that people will project so much when you have your home frequency. Because that's the thing I think I have battled the most maybe in the past year is Mm -hmm. like now that I am in my home frequency Mm -hmm. and I feel so good. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just I'm constantly grateful to the point where all I ever want to write online is grateful, blessed, thankful. Like that have nothing. New month, new blessings, like grateful in advance. Like I. I'm just so mm-hmm. happy. I'm so people thankful think to God. People think you're fake when you do that. People are like, they got to be fake or whatever. Right. But let me ask you a question. When you say, like, people project, is it people in your real life or is it the internet? Both. Really? Yeah, okay. there are. But honestly, I've done a lot of cleaning up. Mm-hmm. I'm not surrounded by as many people that mm-hmm. feel threatened by how yeah. clear I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's probably what this year was for me. Um, but sense. even something yeah. like me saying like, oh, I don't drink. I'll say that. I don't drink. People and the like person will be like, okay. And yeah, I'll be yeah. like, well, I didn't. <laughs> you ask yeah. me. You can't right. ask yeah, was, me. I don't want none. Right. right. You mm-hmm. can't well, ask you, me if damn. I want a drink. I tell you I don't drink. And then you look at me like if I just said you drink too much. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like it's like it's interesting how 
the boundaries I've set for myself mm-hmm. are people a problem for people. Take them on as if it's a judgment call on the boundaries that they do or don't have. And I'm like, I literally All am not long. talking about you. <laughs> All day long. I wish I knew the energy were for that to end. <laughs> you, you do your finger like this. You do your finger like this. That's the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, that's a mudra. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, see, I told you I didn't even be knowing I'm I told you. Didn't even know what I, I was doing. You. And already, I'm telling you, I'm on my way, y'all. Uh, don't steal my job title. <laughs> I got you. I just want to, um, I'm like a, what are they? I, I'm annotating. You know what I'm saying? The work. That's all. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Haas's business card is professional relaxer. <laughs> wow. Yes. And she literally, that is her business mm-hmm. card. And I love it because people are always like, okay, <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> I teach people how to relax, you know? So they can channel way. what they need to channel. Yeah. That's like the, that's the most simplest thing, regardless of like what you believe spiritually or whatever. We don't have to get into that. If you can relax, everything's going to come from that. If you can relax, go into stillness, go into silence, just be in that place, you're going to feel something. We call your home frequency. What you're really feeling is just the energy of your own soul. Mm. You're feeling your own soul's energy in a way where you can be like, what does my soul want, want right now? And then when you're feeling that, it's your true self leading the video game as opposed to if you're feeling in your head, what your head wants or you're feeling in your pain body or you're feeling your triggers and you're living from that place, if you can be silent and you can actually listen, what does my soul want to happen next? You're going to get the best advice because your soul is like a GPS for your best life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your soul, is your, your soul is your GPS for your destiny. Not just your best, not just the like living my fake best life tour. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. not no. that. Not that life. Not, not that life. You're going to get to the end and you're going to be like, I still hate myself. Why don't I feel good? <laughs> the real, like really your destiny. Like what I mean when I say destiny is your highest possible outcome that you could have in your life. That's like what I you want. call it the destiny timeline. timeline. That's why I call it destiny timeline. I love there's that. There's a lot so of different much. timelines and there's a lot of timelines that could lead to success that looks good on the outside and it's tricky because you're like, but they got all the things. They checked off all the things. They're married, they're this or that, but it's not their destiny. Yeah. You man. know, and when you're in your destiny <laughs> timeline, what happens is Miracles happen, magical things happen. Beautiful I mean, love happens. <laughs> mm. So many stories, like even the story of how I met my partner, like every single thing, like how my house came, how my job came, it's all miraculous. And it's all like it is. It's not, it's not about one person's more blessed than the other or this. It's just understanding how this reality works. That's that's what it is for me. Haas and had been looking on Instagram at a photographer, and she was like, I think I want to work with her when we go to Toronto um, and have her take some pictures. But then we got super busy, and I guess she just, you know, it kind of fell to the wayside. Oh, and then when Haas uh, calls for the venue that we were booking, <laughs> guess who answered the phone? The photographer. And then when we get to Toronto, we end up having dinner with her, and they... When I tell you none of us were in the room, it was just them two. <laughs> it was like a music video. They walked ahead of us and were talking. I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Go, Go ahead, Haas. <laughs> yes. And they have literally been inseparable since that day. Wow. 
the tuning fork was hit that day, wasn't it? Was. Okay. Ain't that something, though? Like, off of her calling but the venue know for our tour. But you know what's even wild? <laughs> no, but why the story is wilder is because, you know, I've been non-monogamous for a while. And I was yeah. like, that's my thing. I'm non-monogamous, like... Don't try that. was your video that, game. That's my video game. My <laughs> that's my video game. Right. And then um, I had a, three dreams about someone that was their energy was like completely different than anyone I knew. And I was like, somebody's coming. Mm. And I was like, it's going to be fast to watch. And then so when she showed up, I was like, this is the person that I had. That's the person that was in my dream. And I've had people, I've had a dream about people and then met them before, so that wasn't new for me. But, like, the way it played out of, like, that I was looking at her page online and then I was calling for the venues and we were talking and then somehow I was, like, when I heard her name, I was, like, are you a photographer? Like, <laughs> and I realized that I had just been on a page. I was like, the damn universe strikes again. And she knew who you were too. Cause she was yeah, like, she Oh, I, I love too. your poetry. And your then, work. you know, and again, the other layer of it that was interesting was like that. I've only been with men. Right. So that was the real plot twist dun, in the video dun, game. Dun. I was like, Oh word. <laughs> Let's, and I remember, like, I remember talking like, to like France level. and I was Yo. like, I'm going to do this shit. <laughs> like I was like, Fuck this, it. I was like, I'm I'm going to do this. Because you were feeling like, <laughs> I was like y'all were wow. really in it. It we were was in it. wild. We were in it. So beautiful to witness and then to see what it's turned into. So that's why I feel like it can all had, happen like that. It can all happen. Like, and it's just so sweet. Like it's levels that you didn't even know was available. Like I was like, wow, this is a crazy level in the video game. Like I unlocked some codes, <laughs> some cheat codes. <laughs> Well, since you got the codes, when I decide to work on my album, can I come stay at your house, please? Oh, yeah. You can come stay in my place in Tunisia. Oh, that's here's another thing. Opening up a retreat center in Tunisia. Wow. Next year. Yeah. It's a a center for creativity and for dreaming and... Like, I would love the information yeah. on that as soon as it goes up. That's it wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. And all this manifested in the past year. It like a year and a half. Like, it's just like, oh, house. That love. also just came to me. What I love is not having to go after stuff because I'm not really a pursuer. I'm more of a magnet. <laughs> mm. You know, like I'm, I'm just more of a magnet. I like things that come to me. I don't like going after things. So I trust. And that's your ethereal nature I where tr- I'm like the bull. I'm literally <laughs> Busting through, <laughs> like, like a mine? raging bull. I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a literal raging bull. So it's, <laughs> our energies are so different, but I love it because I feel like I've learned to not be afraid of the miracle mm-hmm. realm. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it exists. Play mm-hmm. into it. Play with it, mm-hmm. and and watching how things have unfolded for you. It's also taught me like I don't have to work as hard because I'm inherently worthy. Mm-hmm. Of all these things to come to me. And I don't have to have the accolades mm-hmm. or be the best of anything. Like, I'm mm-hmm. by design, like yep. you always say on the tour, worth, like, worthy yeah. of all these things. And yeah. that, to me, is already calming. Yeah, it's, it's like... Because the world will have you believe otherwise. Right, it's that feeling mm-hmm. of that program of I need to earn this to A good life. It. When yeah. you realize that, like, I just, I deserve good life because I exist. That's it. Oof. Period. That's the best way to end the show. Haas, mm. thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, you so much awesome. for coming today. So I think this is a great way to end. 
love you all. Such a beautiful year with like just like miraculous conversations. I think you know what's the thing too. A lot of us just aren't hearing these things. Mm. Nope. A lot of you talk Mm -hmm. to people, and a lot of people are in a lot of ruts. A lot of Mm -hmm. us are like figuring things out. So to hear someone where things are just falling into place beautifully, mm. it's just a nice... It, it makes my home frequency yeah. vibrate. Right. <laughs> resonance. It's, it's literally resonance. <laughs> oh, so before we get out of here, <laughs> you got to plug in your school. Oh, yeah. You, you got to plug in your sprays. <laughs> you got to plug in your store. Like, just oh, tell snap. people where they can find Yo, you. Yay. So I, I connect that until just now. You was the spray. reason I quit my job for real. Thank <laughs> you for the spray. For I real. I Asante we used to carry one not. in his pocket yes. his jacket yes. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't bring you all gifts I'll have no, gifts next no, time no please no I I, I, um, I make plant medicine so plant medicine is like one of my primary tools working with plants are the best they're the best tuning forks there are amen and so I make sprays and things that have specific tunes and she was yeah. going to sell these and I, was I wasn't like, going to sell it I was making it for me and of course, Fran, <laughs> Miss, put everything in the earth. Was like, you got, you need a store, you need this. So she, she, she pushed me, and then she shouted me out, and that was the whole issue. <laughs> My store you blew were up. Like, what? A, a good one. Yeah. So I love it because her son was like, "How rich are we now?" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jabril. Yay! So like, yeah. So Resonance Apothecary, I make all that plant medicine. It's all focused on for highly sensitive people and healing the nervous system and like reprogramming so that's what that is and i also have a school online every month i teach about energy work and metaphysics mm. and magic and miracles tell people where they can find it's the school. my name mariamhasnaa.com m-a-r-y-a-m-h-a-s-n-a-a.com my school is called new earth mystery school and what else do i have going on um i also have a retreat center the garden of the beloved that is opening up in North Africa, and it's a water and flower-based healing center for people to come stay and, like, get some really in-depth healing. And it's across I the street from wait. the Mediterranean Sea. That is amazing. Wow. Like, do you hear this? <laughs> like across what? the street from the Mediterranean like, 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 Sea. You walk right <laughs> to the Mediterranean Sea. So it's all about—I'm all about curated ease. I'm all about Ooh, luxury and curation, you know, aesthetic, food, experience, everything curated yes. but ease. Like that feeling of relaxation, a calm, space for people to think. Not, stre- not a stressful vacation. You come, everything is catered. It's like cared for. Mm. It's love. It's heart medicine. It's just, le- I literally had said if I could create a heartbreak hotel, when people go through heartbreak, <laughs> they could come stay somewhere and just get everything they need and, and go back to their life. Too. Like, what, imagine a place where you can go when heartbreak you feel hotel. at your worst and you can yeah. walk in there and just be catered to so on an emotional, all about energetic heart level. medicine. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm not at my. I, I, I just need like need a little bit medicine. of. Just a little bit. Like, my heart is broken. You might just need a spray. See. <laughs> Now the sprays. He work. might just need a week in Tunisia. He'll come back yes. like y'all. For I real. manifested it all. I, I kid you not. Them sprays was working. Right? I, I would they be do at really work. work. And I'd be like, I'm Let her me number take a one. Moment. Yeah, they do really work. And then they'd be, oh, what you smell like? Like that smells good. And I'd be y'all like, see when y'all come I'm into my hotel rooms, it's literally Yo, you have the whole kid. apothecary. <laughs> Fran's gonna be helping me in the new year with my. Oh yeah, we actually have. Since we're going to Morocco next week, well, in two weeks. 
And we're going to be grabbing some ingredients while we're there because we're going to do a collaborative project. A Fran and Haas resonance pack, which would be like a bliss kit to help people connect with their home frequency. Mm -hmm. And I think I love it. We're going to play with smells. We're going to master like Making the it right is gonna one. Making it going to be so fun. It's going to be fun. And we're going to yeah. teach a class about it. Yeah, so that people can see the process of how we came to putting it together. Especially All the fun with our two home frequencies meshing. Next year, what's your home frequencies for next year? Let's just name it. Mine's fun. Damn, Play and mine. fun. You that can, literally it can be the same. Fun. <laughs> That's why you're <laughs> Fun. Like traveling for fun, fun not for year. work. Like just play. Like how we were when we were in the DR on those little... On the banana boat. On the banana boat. That Mm. laughter, like laughing till your stomach hurts, like fun, fun. Dog, I was just saying that the other day. I literally, my wellness segment a couple weeks ago was telling people to make time for, to be goofy. Yeah. With your friends, humor, laugh, Mm -hmm. laugh till your stomach hurts, do funny shit. What's your home frequency next year? Uh, More home. Abundance of home that makes yeah. me happier. Yeah, if I, Amen. like I have, a, I have like a good space, and I have like a, a lot of things that make me happy in mm-hmm. it. But I feel like if I have more space, that's gonna make me happier. More I space to it. create, more happier and things. So it is. Yes, my ideas are just overflowing right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm in work mode for real. Like I, I like if I was to go through my notes app uh-huh. on my phone right now, you would be like, okay, so what's first? <laughs> so because I know that that's going on with me right now, mm. my focus for next year is just like work. Okay. I have a lot of things that I mm-hmm. need to actually make, like actually materialize. Mm-hmm. And so that's I'm I'm in the kitchen next year. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen all next mm-hmm. year. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me that's creating. Yep. That's creation frequency. That's what I'm on. Yeah. Yay! And those of you listening. What's yours? <laughs> right? That'll yeah. be the, Master the it, bonus memorize it. segment. What's yeah. your home frequency Master for the year Master it, memorize up? it, memorize it in your body so that you can be a magnet for it. Mm. Amen. On that note, we love you. Thank we you. Thank you so much. much. Thank you. Guys. Y'all, Thank that's you. my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friend. <laughs> now y'all see what I like to be around. Yes. These kinds of conversations. Fran's my hero, it. though, for real. Oh, you know you're fine. Man. <laughs> Shout out to the garden. Yes. And we're, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Peace. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.